Hey guys, gals, and everybody in between. This is Jerry. And Jacob. And we are two unrelated brothers. Hell yeah. How you been, man? Oh, dude, I'm good. I'm still uh, excited from our last episode. Man. Oh, I, yeah, I didn't, I, I, well, I didn't forget, but it kind of is. Yeah, this is our first one after um, our first interview with Gerard. Uh, once again, thank you. And uh, that, that was really fun. But yeah. kind of nice to just go back to what we normally do. But uh, that, that was a lot of fun still. Yeah, I would definitely like to do that again. Uh, of course, having him back or, you know, even some new people would be badass. Too. Well, kind of like what he said, too. Just kind of take your shots and just see, like, if anyone responds, you know. Get some no's from Brendan Schaub. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, just 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 keep asking. Just just shoot for the stars. <laughs> yeah, man, that's uh, crazy. I, I saw that our uh, shorts were doing really good. Um, like on YouTube and all that, all the shorts you put them on Instagram too, right? Yeah, a few of them. So uh, I guess for um, uh, for people who listen to us on Spotify or just any other audios, uh, the audio version, this last one was finally the time I was able to, uh, I guess, upload the the recordings, the video recordings on YouTube. <clears throat> Excuse me, and our uh, our YouTube channel now is the same as our. Uh, podcast name just two unrelated brothers exclamation point so that's how you want to find us if you, if you want to see you know the actual video format um also on our instagram two unrelated brothers our twitter handle two unrelated bros uh and what else um yeah we finally motivated me to force me really to put the video on youtube and I, the only reason i put on the short was because i messed up a certain part of the video it was the highlight where he reacted to you, like, um, finding out, like, his old, like, tweets or quotes and stuff. And it was just a – luckily, it was just a quick 20-second clip, and everything else worked fine. But that little snippet was just missing from the page. Like, it was just, like – it just looked like a weird jump cut. Mm. So oh. it did suck. That upset me. But on the bright side, it made me go, okay, I'll just put it as a short to kind of, like, you know, fill in that gap. And, yeah, that one got a decent amount of views. So I'm like, okay, I know how to do shorts now. So that's a good way to, like, you know – potentially cast a wide net you know you see like oh this is a nice little highlight let's see what the rest is like so yeah i noticed some people like even commented i guess on the carol baskin one kind of <laughs> yeah i kind of hate whatever which i mean i guess that's uh because i looked it up i looked up what he was talking about and i really didn't mm-hmm. find much about it so maybe uh he found like another because there was like an article but it was basically kind of speculative more than like concrete like here's yeah her husband and this and that yeah but you know still just it's nice to like get that kind of interaction you know certainly that was like our first comments and stuff um got a couple of new subscribers again that's not like all the big thing but you know it's, it's nice going like okay some people enjoy it you know i know because you get more of the info from anchor spotify and stuff to see like what the numbers are so yeah. so here it's like okay it's nice to see like this like for both of us now, this concrete, like, you know, very visible, like you can get a good idea or a very good idea of how it's performing. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's this is more of just us kind of talking about it. The experience of finally, I guess, branching. I'm not trying to toot our own horns or nothing. It's, it did fine for our standards, but it was a lot of fun doing it. Yeah. And well, I mean, on top of that period, it's just crazy for us. I mean, we're. You know, this is something we do for fun. So for it to like 
you know, to have somebody reach out and be like, hey, do you want to, you know, chat or whatever? That's, I mean, it's pretty crazy for me, at least, especially no, someone he, like not not a friend, somebody that we don't know, like somebody mm-hmm. from Ireland. Like, whoa. You know what I mean? Yeah, especially when they said um, they came across us on a YouTube channel and that one's been pretty dead <laughs> for a while. Like I said, that was probably our first upload with the, his episode in a few months. So. I know, like, if you're, like, keeping up with it, if you go there, you just see episode 13, then months of inactivity, and then all of a sudden you just drop episode 39. Um, just for, like, I guess a small update, I have to post this, too, on other other platforms. But, yeah, I will be, well, we will be posting the videos, uh, I guess, like, that are left out 14 to 38 in this case. Um, bit by bit, we don't have the best internet. We got data caps, so we'll be posting them um I'm going for a couple a week at least so we can kind of like put all our uh, portfolio on there and it'll be out of order upload wise, but I'll, we'll create a playlist. So that way it's in order. Yeah. And, so hopefully you can see the evolution of how much better or worse in your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully not, we're not moving backwards. I don't well, think this so. is, this is going to be a great topic to actually, um, I would say evaluate how we've done because, well, this is episode 40. Good milestone. Yes. And we usually try to do special ones for the zero numbers, sometimes five, but specifically the zero. I know we both want to have something we both want to do. It's or special to one of us. Right. And I'd say this one definitely is because this is going to be about the Dead Space remake. And if you're newer to the podcast, um, let me tell you uh, that Dead Space, we did rec- uh, go over Dead Space, but the original. The original. The original yeah. 2008 version in episode two. And I actually listened to that one while I was working out to kind of like help compare, you know, take notes and stuff. And it wasn't bad by no means. But man, it's a huge difference. We have definitely gotten better, at least on a technical level with our uh, show. All right. So, because we're actually. I mean, that was like episode two, right? Mm-hmm, episode two. So I had no, like, I was essentially just, you know, downloading the episode, ripping it into, uh, into, uh, what is it called? Fuck. Audacity. Uh, Audacity, yes. <laughs> and then, you know, not making any cuts, not doing anything like that, not balance, yeah. trying to balance the auto, audio, and just going straight in. And that's, and, and so now that, I mean, I'm not like studio level, like, going through microscopic kind of things and all these, you know, I don't know all these tricks, but I'm definitely trying to make some changes. So, uh, but yeah, so after all this rambling, yeah, we're doing uh, the dead space remake, which you have completed. And I know you also got the platinum, which means that you beat it on like nightmare mode and all that shit. You got the, pew- oh, yeah. the handgun. And all that. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty badass. Yeah, no, it was, um, it was a lot of fun. Um, spoiler alert, you know, really liked it. Um, you weren't able to really uh complete it that play that much of it, huh? No, yeah, I'm still pretty low in it. Um, just because of school and work and everything. But I have, I mean, I have played enough of it to catalog the differences, and mm-hmm. there are quite a few. I mean, not only from a audio or from a visual standpoint, but an audio standpoint, even some changes in how, uh, you know, parts of the story, how they implemented certain scenes and how they, mm-hmm. they, uh, well, I mean, I know this, this has been said before that I, they were going to make Isaac more of a, uh, you know, talking protagonist. He's going to have right. more feelings. And, uh, you know, I've seen that myself to, whereas I think it was even mentioned in an article where in the original 
Isaac's just being told like, hey, this is what um, this is what's going to happen. This is what you're going to do. You need to do this. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this one, in the remake, Isaac's actually suggesting some of these, um, you know, like, hey, why, why don't I go do this? I'm, I'm yeah. on this side. You're on this side. You can go do that. And they're like, oh, OK. So that that makes sense. Um, and, that, and that's just a welcome change. It's not too big, but like, you know, like everybody says a bunch of little things add up to something. Yeah, no, for sure. And, you know, speaking of those little changes, I want to go with a couple of changes before we hop into the Dead Space remake, um, our normal routine. I do want to point out a couple of small differences I've noticed from our uh, episodes. So the big one for me is in episode two, we were both using our headphone mics. Yes. And there was a lot of breathing you can hear. I know you can hear it time to time now, but there is like every like other sentence. <sighs> like it was just it was funny to hear especially because we were nerve still nervous yeah, we're like yeah. trying to catch our breath like it's all right it's all right relax um a lot more background noise uh because we didn't you didn't know the trick yet to you know reduce that uh my phone went off i know now that's like no turn everything off before we do that uh get hear my dog playing with her toy it, it was um like I said, it was more gaps like sometimes it was an awkward moment where it's like a three or five second silence gap, which weren't many, but there's more of those. Whereas now you're pretty good at catching those. And if we do have that in an episode, it's like once, maybe twice. Yeah, I do try to do it. I don't catch all of them. So mm-hmm. what I usually do is I do a general scan mm-hmm. of what the audio waves look like. And when there's a an odd looking, you know, just empty space, I know, hey, that's probably a big gap. Mm-hmm. And I fucked up on one of our trivia episodes. So I trimmed a lot of those out. But that yeah. one, in that case, you're supposed to have some time. Yeah. With nothing going on because uh, it's showing that, hey, I'm thinking or you're thinking yeah. about what the question is. Where I trimmed a lot of those out. Mm-hmm. That was my bad. But, no, you know, majority of the time, though, you don't want those big gaps. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. It's a, it flowed decently. It was kind of like ebb and waves. Whereas yeah. now it's like it's pretty it's pretty good. Um a lot of thing I pointed out, I want to point out too, is there. It was about two hours long, I think an hour forty eight minutes, um, and we did spend a good amount of time talking about the game, but a lot of it too, like we, as tradition, we still do it. We go on tangents. Yes, uh, we have. But to. now it's it's controlled though, you know. It's like here we're like you know we're doing pretty good. Then you know five to ten minutes of tangent, then we're back on, and you know rinse and repeat. Here we went like on good twenty thirty minute tangents of just something complete. But we we jumped ahead. We're talking about other stuff, and it, and it worked out. Don't get me wrong. It, it we always All got right. back on track, but it was just funny. Like it's a little too much. We should have stayed a little more laser focused because we talked about the plot a bit. We really didn't talk about the gameplay though of the first one. Like we yeah. mentioned a couple of highlights of it, but not like the mechanics of it. You know, like even like what kind of like like what is the gameplay really like? You know, shoot them up, zombies, uh, necromorphs, cut off limbs, and all that. But, you know, we only touched upon that. Well, I think part of that, too, was because, I mean, the game's so old, right? It's like 2008. Or two, yeah. 2008? Yeah. So at this point, a lot of people, uh, you know, know what it, what it's about, which it kind of surprised me. Like, when we were talking to Gerard, he said, oh, I didn't really play it. Because mm-hmm. I, for, I forget, like, that dude is young. He's like, you know, 22 <laughs> compared to us almost being 30. So it's kind of cool to think that this... Uh, remake has really opened people up to a classic, really, and, and remade it, and, and you know, made it nice and shiny. 
mm-hmm. for these for a younger set of people, even if they are just six, seven years younger. Like, and I guess it was also surprising because Steven, you know, my, my little brother, he played it, and he, oh. he, yeah, he was like, you know, a little baby. He was like, <laughs> you know, so I it just, I just thought it was funny. No, that is, um, it, it is definitely interesting. It's fifteen years is a, it's a long time. You would think that's, uh, you know, long enough to warrant a remake. But, you know, from if it was like from 93 to 2008, that's like, oh, clearly make a remake. That's amazing. From 2008 to 2023, it's still a huge gap. A lot of things have changed. But that gap between, I guess, the platforms is not as uh, what are you doing? (laughs) 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 Um, Sorry for anyone for audio listeners only audio only listeners. Jerry's messing with uh, sorry. <laughs> some some settings and now he's put like a together mode where like you put both of us like in a park or something. <laughs> I thought it was a tub. I was trying to get a tub. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll see if we can do that later. <laughs> sorry about that. But um, uh, you know, it, it's from PS3 to PS5. The gap, so it's still a pretty big gap. But I guess some people would be worried that, like, is this going to set a bad precedent? Yeah. You know, like kind of like just like remaking relatively modern games. I'm going to change it. For new ones, you're good. You're good. <laughs> um, but in this case, I feel it's a little bit of a different scenario. We'll talk about that later. Um, yeah. But, but I kind of want to get into like how we would normally review a game. Just want to go into the synopsis, a little bit of the background. Of the development um, won't have as many numbers, hard numbers as much, since it's pretty relatively new. And those oh. things take like years, you know. We forgot. We forgot one thing. What? We're gonna talk about our drinks. Oh, of course. Well, we know. Yeah. So the, the last thing before we jump into it, I have an uptime energy drink. And you, Jerry? I have a nerd sugar-free. Can you see it? Yeah, I can see it <laughs> a bit. Yeah. Oh. Nope. <laughs> nerd sugar-free. There you go. Good. Yeah. Nice. So don't worry, we'll put a timestamp on this so you can skip the rambling. <laughs> um, but in any case, you ready, Jerry, to jump into this? Oh, yeah, for sure. All right. So let's go with the synopsis. I just copy and pasted this. <laughs> I'm doing my best. <clears throat> Here we go. I got you. Isaac Clark is an everyman engineer on a mission to repair a vast ship. The vast mining ship, the USG Ishimura. Only to discover something has gone horribly wrong. The ship's crew has been slaughtered, and Isaac's beloved partner, Nicole, is lost somewhere on board. Now alone, and armed with only his engineering tools and skills, Isaac races to find Nicole as the nightmarish mystery of what happened aboard the Ishimura unravels around him. Trapped with hostile creatures called necromorphs, Isaac faces a battle for survival, not only against the escalating terrors of the ship, but against his own crumbling sanity. And you know, I, I feel like in the original game, it what there wasn't as much of a emphasis on his mental health. On um, they really add, uh, added that aspect in the second game. Yeah, it's like what they did here. They they a lot of like I guess the good additions that they put in this remake. A lot of them came from Dead Space Two. Um, so this was developed by Motive Studio and published by EA. Released January twenty seventh. 2023, so about 15 years since the original uh, release. Now, the developer's motive had previously worked on Star Wars Battlefront 2 campaign and uh, Star Wars Squadrons. So had I known that, I probably would have been a bit more worried 
about how they're going to do this. Like, I know those aren't bad, but it doesn't, like, really give you, like, oh, this is going to be great. It's not like if, you know, what's it called, like, Rocksteady or even, like, they got Visceral back to do this. It's like, okay, now this is going to be great. You hear that, I'm like, mm, hopefully it's good. Um, glad to say, fantastic. Um, not only for, like, uh, what's it called, players, but from critics as well. It's gotten favorable reviews, eight to nines out of tens, four out of five, sometimes a rare five star out of five. Aggregate score on Metacritic is an 89 on both consoles and an 87 on PC. Uh, the biggest praises for the remake have been the environment, graphics, uh, enhancements to the original story, sound design, excuse me, and uh, Gunnar Wright's performance as Isaac, who is the original, the original. voice actor yeah. from uh, Death Space 2 and 3. Now, the minor criticisms have been mainly the PC performance. There's been a lot of stuttering and bugs. Um, people have complained about the boss fights being rel- still relatively, like, I guess, meh at best. Mm-hmm. And there have been mixed reactions to the supporting uh, characters. And and again, there comes that point, too, where some people uh, just don't want to play it because they say, like, this is a bad precedent for uh, publishers just getting, like, relatively old games putting a fresh coat of paint on it and then reselling it at full price. Which is an understandable concern. But again, for this franchise, I'd say this it's a little different. Yeah. Um, but, you know, all that's nice. You know, you love hearing that uh, everyone loves it, critics and players. But at the end of the day, especially with EA, how's it selling? Um, and good news, it, it turned out to be the second best-selling game of that month, January. Only behind COD, only behind Modern Warfare 2. So that's good. Okay. That's very yeah. good, especially yeah. since it released in January 27th. So only like a few days. As I said, no hard numbers yet, but at the very least, it's doing decent enough for EA to like send surveys out to some of its uh, fan base asking about how they feel with a Dead Space 2 or maybe 3 remake, but at least like future remakes of the uh, older games. And I don't have much on the budget, but I know it probably wasn't incredibly cheap, even though, like, they had, like, a lot of the framework down. Because mm-hmm. even though they had, like, you know, some assets, they were able to get a lot of the stuff be- from the previous game. Uh, because they used a whole different engine, uh, they had to, they built everything from the ground up. And so it took about two and a half years to develop. And see, I wonder how the people who are getting these uh, surveys feel. Because they know that they're either green lighting or damning this game. You know, for, <laughs> if, if, I mean, at the end of the day, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And out because I would love to see, a, especially a two, but even a three, because three, you know, the little bit that we did play together, it was very interesting. I like how they played with. I would see something that you wouldn't, and I'd be like, "Oh fuck!" And you'd be like, "What?" And then you, "Oh shit!" What? And, I, and I'm not seeing it. And then yeah. you're not. You know, I really liked that aspect. And I feel like if they were to redo it, they could redo it right and maybe make some some awesome changes to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is gonna again gonna come up later with the debate of okay, this even if this one does well, it's selling well, you know, EA is gonna be like, all right, cool, we remake the second one or the third one. Even it comes to the point too where it's like, do you want those remakes or do you just want them to like make a whole new game in the franchise? Um, that's obviously, and I can see both sides of that argument for sure. Um, but then it comes to an interesting point too, with what you said, this could be introducing new players to the franchise. So for them, for this to go from one and then all of a sudden, yeah, in a couple of years, we're coming out dead space four. They're probably like, what the hell did I miss? You know, 
Yeah. Um, so that that's one argument against it. But again, we'll probably jump into that later. Um, how far did you get into this game? I want to say chapter seven, maybe. Oh no, you got you went pretty far in it. That's like over halfway. Yeah. Yeah. No, you I, okay? That's good. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> bad. You good? How bad this drink is is crazy. <laughs> but uh, yeah. You are right, because I think to myself, I would really love to see a Dead Space uh, 4. Mm-hmm. But what would they do? Would they abandon Isaac? Would they give a whole new protagonist? I, I would really like to see maybe some of the historical things, like something that had to do more with this, the uh, unitology aspect of the game. Right. Like something along the lines of the book Martyr, which I've talked to you countless times about how great <laughs> that book is. Don't worry, uh, on the subreddit too, everyone's like, read Martyr, read Martyr. <laughs> so, no, you, you, it, it, I have to read it. It sounds really interesting. Um, it is. And based on what you said, too, from earlier, you're really enjoying it. Yeah. So, the, the, uh, yeah, the remake was, it was awesome. Especially, I would play with these with these headphones. Oh, man. <sighs> and it just really... It's scary, right? Because of course you're you're hearing more than you would with open, you know, speakers. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's pretty helpful because there's been some times where like I would think I would hear something, and the next thing I'm getting butt fucked by a necromorph. <laughs> so w- with the headphones on, it's a lot more clear. Like, yeah, there's a little bit more than a creak behind you, and then it also adds the more scariness because I would hear whispering. Like, oh. yeah, yeah, I'm glad they kept that from the original. And that was like, oh, fuck. Like, like you know, I'm playing it at 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm getting goosebumps, you know. <laughs> or or I'll hear people screaming through the vents. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah, so before we get more into the... I was thinking, too, we'll probably talk more uh, about the gameplay and its changes compared to the original. And then we'll go into the plot. Um, Just so there's a little bit of a buffer with spoilers. Because now this is a relatively new game. Even Well, it's an old game, but, you know, it's it's a remake of an older game. But it's still relatively new. So we'll go into light spoilers with the gameplay. So fair, fair warning there. And then we'll let you know when we go into the plot and the, the heavy spoilers. So for right now, just just we'll talk specifically about, I guess, how it played. Yeah. Especially in compared to the original. Um, but yeah, I got I got to agree with you. This, playing with headphones is definitely the way to go. It's like 10 times worse because you hear everything and you just don't know what to focus on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and I also, well, I mean, so, what exactly, what, what, what exactly do you want to talk about now? Because I don't want to, I don't want to jump. Um, yeah. like I said, mostly about the gameplay stuff, like weapon changes, uh, level design, things like that. Um, like I said, if it's something to do with like, well, I guess a, a minor spoiler, but a big change, knowledge of the story and gameplay is Isaac talking. That is a yeah. huge change. So one of the things, I guess, one of the things I wasn't talking about anyways, it does line up with what you want to talk about. And that is I liked how in the levels they had the same those little energy cores that were in the original game where you'd have to pull them and move them from place to place. Yeah. But how now you would have to choose like, hey, I need to use the elevator. So I, mm-hmm. I need to have this one plugged in. But do I want the lights or do I want oxygen? Yeah. Or, you know, something like that. And so that was a really cool uh, addition that that um seems very i guess in universe like it wasn't something off the wall yeah like it's 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 such a small change but it changes it up 
uh, it's like a little bit of strategy in there. Because like you said, you use these power cells to like, oh, I need to power the elevator. Okay, I, I can do that, but it can only like power one or two things at a time. So right now it's powering lights and oxygen. You have to give one of those up to power the elevator. So it's basically up to the player. Like, do you want to see or do you want to breathe? Because um, well, you, you have like a little like you can upgrade it, but you have like a 90 second timer, minute timer, and then you can upgrade yeah. from there on your oxygen. So you basically know like, hey, if there's any people here or any necromorphs, I got to either run away or do something because I can't just sit and fight these guys. Yeah, or like hurry up and try to find an oxygen tank. Right. If you want to do that, or like I said, if you don't want to even worry about that, like, oh, I'll fight them all day. Well, just be ready to not be able to see them well because the lights are going to be out and the only light will be your flashlight with your gun. Right. Um, and I like that in, replace, in replacement of like um, in order to advance or find like hidden stashes, you had to use your power nodes to find those doors. Yeah. I am so happy they cut that and changed that. Because um, in the original game, you find power nodes and you can use these to upgrade, you know, your suit, your weapons. And, but also, unfortunately, if you wanted to go into a room with either lore or, you know, extra ammo or things like that, you basically had to have one or at least one power node on you at all times. So you couldn't, like, use it to, like, upgrade it. So if you found something really cool and like, oh, cool, I need a I want to get in here. And then it says, you know, use power node. And you're just like, God damn it. And you just hope you can come back to it with enough money to buy one. Um, but instead, it's replaced with a power cell with a circuit breaker mechanic to where now it's like all the power nodes you get now solely for upgrading. That's cool. And, yeah. and it is really cool. And on that subject, too, with the uh, power nodes, I like that in the upgrade system, they changed it to where there's no empty slots now when you upgrade. Yeah. And I also liked... Uh... As far as upgrading, you know, a lot of people, I think, were maybe starting off making the same mistake. Well, at the time, it was a mistake, but the same thing that they did in the original game. That's just mm-hmm. power up the plasma cutter all the way. Mm-hmm. Because the plasma cutter was like the goat of the original. Well, I yeah. like that they changed it up to where it's no longer this overpowered beast that it was. Yeah, yeah, it's still, for me, the best weapon, but now it's not like head and shoulders above the yeah. rest. Um, yes. And like kind of what you said, too where some people would make the mistake of like upgrading it the whole way. You can't really do that now because you have to find schematics to like unlock the full upgrade system, which I think is really cool. If, you know, encourages exploration. Yeah. Uh, so like I said, I really like the upgrade system because before you'd go like, and this, this goes for the suits too. If you want to get like more health or something, you need to upgrade the suit to like level two and three and stuff. Um, because before, if you, it would just really suck because if you had like three power nodes, you would still not use them because you have t- three empty slots to get to like damage or reload and stuff. It's like it's just not enough. So you feel like you're wasting them here now. It's like, oh, I want damage. Well, that's OK. I can get I can upgrade capacity. I can upgrade, you know, weapon uh, reload speed. It doesn't yeah. feel useless. Like, sure, it's not what you want right away, but at least you can go, hey, it's it's getting better in some way. Yeah, and and that, that's another thing I enjoyed. I also, I mean, obviously, just enjoyed the change in in graphics, man. I mean, it would, I mean, it looks insane compared to the the original. I mean, obviously, it is. It's it's over. It's fucking what, fourteen years old? Yeah, about to be fifteen. It's. Yeah. And I always said it looks good for its age, and I still stand by that. Yeah. 
But now having a direct comparison, holy shit. Like it's night and day. Even the the PC, like if you play Dead Space on the PC, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it looks way better than it did on PS3. So it's it's even more of a tour de force of its time. Yeah. Um, like, like, oh, man, like the, the lighting is one of the biggest changes. Oh, my God. The volumetric lighting with the fucking just all the fog and all that, which that makes me wonder, where's the fog coming from? Right. Because you're not. Li- I don't, I don't it, know <laughs> if I had to. Th- uh, use my head cannon. I would say it's probably from all the corruption, like the the things on the walls and stuff. It probably has like heat to it, and oh, it's just like yeah, yeah. and it's just like stanky. It's like a swamp. <laughs> that is true because there's a bunch of organic mass everywhere now. Yeah, yeah. So I would say that. And speaking of the corruption, which is like this kind of fleshy organic material that you'll see on the ceilings and walls on certain areas of the Ishimura, a lot more detailed and a lot more disgusting. Like before, like before, you could see like it's it's fleshy, but that's all I could really tell. And here, I put a couple of screenshots too on our Instagram, and you can see like skeletons and within the within it. Like you, now, you kind of see like, oh, what is that? You don't know what it is before, or you could guess like it could be people. Now with this, you go, oh, okay, I see what's happening here. It's like all this dead, um, dead material, just like I guess combining. Like all into this one giant thing against the walls. It was just really gross looking. Now, slightly off topic, slightly on topic. Go for it. <laughs> uh, um, but if they do decide to come out with a with the 2.0 versus a or, or a Dead Space 2 instead of a Dead Space 4, um, what changes? would you like to see like from the second uh like from the original yeah, Dead Space like, to the... do you yeah do you think they're gonna keep the multiplayer that that's really what i want to ask is <laughs> if it doesn't impede on the single player experience i'd say go for it that's like really my only condition as long as it doesn't mess with it um it, even if they wanted to sell it as its standalone thing like hey paying 10 bucks to get the multiplayer i wouldn't like that but it's like that's fine because it's its own thing. Um, that is like literally my only requirement, or my I guess be my request. If you want to put in the multiplayer, right. go for it. Just don't fuck with the campaign. And I guess the reason why I'm asking is because I noticed with this new remake or the fifth remake or whatever of the Last of Us <laughs> Part One, they decided to keep the multiplayer out. Whereas with the PS4 remake, they they kept it in. Yeah. So I just thought I don't know. Sounds weird. No, yeah, I mean, I think it's because they're actually working on a, a standalone multiplayer for The Last of Us. If hmm. if I'm remembering that right, don't quote me on that. Uh, I'm not an insider, but I, I think that's why they did that. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'd be down for it. I didn't play a lot of it back when it came out. Played a couple of rounds with you. And it was yeah. fun, but it got kind of old quick. And, it's got, and it was, especially around the time, too, there's so many different games to play online. It's like, I'd rather just play Modern Warfare, you know? Do you remember how you got that code? Uh, I do now because I listened to our episode. You because uh, you ordered, you pre-ordered it. You got like the midnight release, but the game was so new that uh, well, we had this is around the time when a lot of games were doing this. You had the uh, online code to unlock multiplayer because if you didn't have it, if you got the game used, you had to pay like ten bucks for a code. Right. And I um, 
so you got it new, so obviously it should work. Uh, it didn't work. You had to call EA customer support or chat with them. And again, this is what, 2010, 2011? So it's not like a yeah. quick, like, quick, you know, like, oh, message back and forth real quick. No, this is like a process. It sucks. Um, yeah. But they, they ended up, you ended up proving, hey, this is real. It's just not working. They gave you the code and it, a new code and it worked. And then I think I got it used a couple months later and you wanted to play online with me. So you just said, here, try this. Maybe it'll work. Uh, lo and behold, I put it into, yeah, the PlayStation Store and it worked. And <laughs> that's how we played the game online. And th- that next day, I almost ran you over. Yeah. That's that's, cool. You were so tired <laughs> for the midnight release. <laughs> At one foot in the car, in the back seat. Like hopping with my other foot just right here, and you're just yelling at you, Jerry, 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 stop! And you do break, thank God. You just turn around like you're fucking wasted. Just like, I'm so sorry, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, no harm, no foul. So, <laughs> um, no, yeah, I'd be all for that if they want to do that, though. Um, oh, man, I was going to say, as always, and we love this. In any game, but especially with horror games, uh, top-notch environmental storytelling in this game. Yeah. Like, one of my favorite bits is when you find an audio recording of these two guys freaking out in a bathroom. Because one of their friends is, like, ripping out his teeth with pliers. Well, if you go around to the other side of the bathroom, in the sink, you'll see pliers and a couple of teeth in there. It's Now, in the grand scheme of things, sure, not really you know meaningful impactful or anything but the you know that level of detail to like put something in there like that and to reward you for like kind of like digging around and looking around that's really cool that reminds me of the of the i'm, I'm sorry i'm bouncing from place go, to place go 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 <laughs> that reminds me of, of the storytelling from fallout 3 like the, the, that was to me top-notch environmental storytelling no 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 i, I don't I you mentioned i know i mentioned like we went on too many tangents but if we didn't go on tangents, we just wouldn't be our show. Um, that is true. Uh, I'm, I'm here. I'm just going to reel you in from time to time. That's or us in because I'm sure I'll do it too. But no, and, yeah, we love that. It's it's just yeah. it adds so much to it, to any game. Yeah. And if you want later on, I guess this, uh, this is exclusive to the video uh, to people who are watching this on YouTube. I can show off because I got the special edition it came in. I can show mm-hmm. off the um, Isaac Clark helmet, which... Uh, I have right here Mm, and some of the yes and some of the other things which is funny because you know I wear hard hats for work yeah inside of this is actually a hard hat harness I don't know why you can have to take off your green screen I think oh fuck all right yeah that's that's fine your your room's not like messed up like my little area uh no Okay, unless you got, let's say, unless you got, <laughs> I'm just kidding. say, unless you got stuff in there, you don't want people seeing. I just got like a little, uh, little it's area my, where my cats uh, eat. <laughs> uh, erotic toy collection. Ah, uh, yes, of course, can't live. That's an OnlyFans thing. You got to pay for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not pay per view either. So. <laughs> um. No, yeah, it's um. Like that was one example. Uh, a bunch of sc- uh, writings on the wall, like even in the tram, which before in the original, the tram was. <laughs> I'm still trying to do it. Uh, the tram was kind of like a complete chapter. It was a loading screen essentially. Yeah, 
Like you'd have to in order to end the chapter, you would have to go back to the tram and then it would like say, oh, chapter whatever complete. Now it's all seamless. There's really no loading screens, and the tram is actually it physically goes from like each section from the Ishimura to the next. So like, oh, here's a crew deck. You can go back to medical if you want. Oh, you can go from medical now to engineering, mining, you know, etc. I mean, it still acts as a loading screen, but it's just and, seamless. You feel like you're going through the ship. And, and to, to to go further down, what you're talking about, where you're not having to use those nodes, now they swap that out with a security level. Yeah. So that's why you would want to go back. It's because not now that you have, oh, I have an extra node, but now I have found the the little card, I guess, that would enable me to get level four security doors. And yeah. you know... Like in the first level, there's a level two or level three. Okay, I can go back there and hmm. get there. Yeah, it, it encourages backtracking because before, I, I want to say, if you were done with a certain section and there was no reason to go back, that's it. You couldn't go back. Um, Now, because of that, and a light spoiler for plot, but there are side missions now in this uh, uh remake. Uh, That's cool. I like that. I liked it too, especially since it's not like it's still in universe. It's not like, oh, here's this random merchant. I, I need like ten skulls or necromorphs to make this. Like, it's not like that. It's more of like lore to add, like, give more context. And I feel like they kind of took that from Dead Space Three because Dead Space Three. I don't know if we played far enough, which maybe we can play that again because it was fun playing with you. Yeah, um, I just need to stop. I just should not drink before we start playing. I, that that probably wasn't a good thing oh, to do. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was all good. It was all good. <laughs> but there was uh, side store or side missions that were very pertinent to because you're traveling. I think in the third one through space, so you'd visit a ship, mm-hmm. and one of the side stories was you would see what would happen to the captain because he left booby traps and all this and that. So that was very cool. Um, and especially that they integrated that back into Dead Space 1. Yeah, no, I do remember, I don't think we played that, but from like reviews, I've seen people breaking down Dead Space 3. I did see that. I did think that was cool. Um, so they put that little taste of it in this one. Uh, like I said, yeah, you can use the, uh, now the tram is like part of the environment. And once in a while, like something will happen, it will just randomly stop. And you're like, oh my God, am I going to get like jumped by necromorphs? Um, or nothing in there too. There's like again, speaking of the writing on the walls in the tram, it'll say something like "Why am I here?" And next to it, in different handwriting, it says, "You know, you were chosen." You know, things like that. Like so, you can tell like someone's freaking out over this, and the other someone responded, most likely a unitologist, going like, "Hey, this is all part of the grand plan." You know, I think it's a neat little detail. It makes it, it makes the world alive, and when I think the world is alive, it's much easier to uh, get immersed, which is incredibly important for a horror game. Because if you don't feel like you're in there, you're not going to get scared. Right. That's uh, and oh, one little thing I want to disagree with, though, with past Jacob. I said in episode two that I think it's important but not necessary to have good sound or music in a horror game. I completely disagree with that now. I heard that. I'm like, no, hell no. It's like the most important thing. Like if you have if you have like the scariest thing, if you were listening to her, if we were watching Hereditary and Benny Hill music was playing, we would not take it seriously, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, whereas, you know, if you watch something that's like, you know, like a Disney film, but there's like the shiny music playing in the background, it's going to be like, this is a little creepy. What's going on? Um, so credit there too they i think they kept most of the soundtrack from the original mm-hmm. game and just added some stuff 
because uh, the original composer was Jason Graves. He worked on, I, I don't know if all of them, but definitely the first two. He did a fantastic job. So I guess they're like, why change it? Just add a little flair to it. Right. Because uh, the music's very important. It's basically enemy cues. Like certain enemies will trigger an audio cue and you kind of know like, oh, I know what enemy I'm about to face. Yeah, I... So I did notice that the they did keep a lot of the music uh, from the original, and, and I liked. I feel like that's one thing that they didn't really have to change. There's no reason to change. Yeah, it. It, they nailed it. So really, don't do anything different with it. Um, another gameplay feature I liked, which I think is because technology has advanced so much, was something they call the peeling system, which is essentially like you shoot oh, a yeah. necromorph, and before it was just you kept shooting them and nothing would change. Just like the only thing that would happen. Body will pop off. Exactly. Here now, though, you can actually go through skin. It will start to like burn and like peel off, and then it will go into the muscle. It will go to tendons and bones. Like you'd actually see it happening. And I was gonna say, there's even certain points where like you can strategize now with weapons. Like, oh, this is not a good weapon to kill an enemy, but I can like flay them. And then when I do that, I can switch to like you know the rifle or the cutter, and then take off their limbs that way, and it's much easier. It opens up the door for like interesting combos of weapons. Now, did you, I guess, sit still enough or uh, see that happen enough to where you could really appreciate it? Because I felt like I was just so busy trying to kill this guy, I didn't really get to <laughs> appreciate it or look and see what the changes were. Also, the you know the environment is very dark. Yeah, for the first playthrough, absolutely not. Because same thing, you're just kind of focused on like not dying. Uh, you're just always on your toes. Yeah. On my second and third playthroughs, that's when I was able to like mess around and appreciate like the the smaller details. Like, uh, well, let's just go into the weapons too. All the original weapons are from the original are in this game. They upgraded a good amount though, so now like I liked playing with all of them. Where in the original, a couple of them like sucked. I didn't even touch. Um, one of my favorite combos was the force gun and the flamethrower. Mm. So the force gun is kind of what it sounds like. It just you know, it pushes of like this this force out, and what it can do to the necromorphs, it can like peel off their skin. You could put it all the way to their skeletons if you do it enough. And then once you're down to like the bone or whatever, then take out a cutter, flamethrower, or whatever, and then just like spray them a bit with the fire, and they'll drop like nothing. That's with a force gun. That's with the force gun, yeah. That's the one you can really tell. Like it goes with the skin first, then so you see the muscle. Do it again if they're strong enough. Um, they'll stay alive, but then the muscles will tear off, and then you just see like just skeleton. So it's like really useful for those uh, necromorphs to have like body armor. Where, like you know, okay. you instinct you instinctively go for their legs, but like oh no, they have armor on their legs, so it's not working. Get that force gun out, just blow, literally blow that armor off, and then you can shoot them like nothing. That is a good little addition, then. That's the thing. It gives more usefulness to weapons, um, even if the cutter was the is the best one. Is that the weapon you use the most still? That and the uh, the assault rifle. Mm. I, I use those a lot. A lot. That's funny. A lot sure. of people don't like the pulse rifle. Really? It's all right, but it has a great alt fire. Yeah, that's that's what I liked about it. <laughs> yeah, so um, with all these weapons that have alt fires, um, so like the plasma cutter is basically it's a plasma beam, you know, with three little dots on them. Exactly how it sounds. That's the one just decapitate these suckers or cut off their limbs. 
The all fire is just it goes from vertical to horizontal, so depending on the enemy. The pulse rifle, just a straight up assault rifle, uh, but it has what I like to call a fuck it alt fire, where it's just it's basically a grenade launcher. Yeah. If you're getting overran or it's like a huge enemy, you just go, you know what, fuck it, you shoot it and it will take care, it will do a lot of damage. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's more like a mine, but if you hit an enemy as it's going, then it'll like just explode. I I liked it. I mean, that was it was it was one of my favorites. Uh, no, I, I that's the thing. I like doing that too. It was fun, especially with like some bosses. You know, it can just take out a lot of damage that way. Uh, the flamethrower, you probably know what a flamethrower does, but it's all fire is really cool too. It's basically a firewall. So you can like, if you feel like you're gonna get jumped from behind, you can just put like the all fire, put like a firewall in between there, and then you'll, you'll be able to slow down Necromorph so they don't like jump you from behind. And so they said that they, ch- I, I don't necessarily really remember a lot of the alt fires from the original mm-hmm. game, but they said they changed some, right? They changed a good amount. I think with the original, the pulse rifle, it had a weird alt fire. It's when like, so you're shooting it right like this, and if you press the alt fire, he'll like go up, and then it just kind of like sprays in a circle like that. And I guess it's supposed to like clear immediate enemies away from you, right? But I don't know if that worked really well. Um, the force gun, I think I don't really remember using the force gun. It's one of those I don't I didn't really like. The flamethrower really didn't help that much. It it, it took forever for to enemies to, yeah to kill them. Um, I think its alt fire was just a ball of fire. I want to say. So here, like, it's more of a defensive thing with the alt fire. Um, same thing with the force gun. Force gun has a great alt fire. It's just a gravity well. Have you used so that one? So just kind of smushed them. No, I didn't really use that one all that much. Uh, no, I like the force gun a lot. So, like I said, alt fire is just you know, boom, like you just blow these guys away. And alt fire, I guess, it's like to if you're getting overrun, you shoot it somewhere and it shoots like this. It's it's a gravity thing. It like sucks necromorphs into it and like kind of keeps them there for a lot of time. So it can, like, buy you time to keep them away. And you can upgrade it to where, like, it can actually do damage. Are you looking it up? Yeah, I'm looking up. I'm trying to see exactly what uh, changes were made. Like I said, I don't really remember much of the original. Yeah, me either. But I do know, like, some that were changed. Like, the line gun. Now the it's line gun, f- which is a super powerful plasma cutter. To me. yeah. And it still is, but it's all fire now. It's really cool. It's a laser tripwire. Mm. So one of the favorite things I never did this. I wish I did. One of the things you can do is we have kinesis in this game, so you can like grab things and you know throw them around. Um, you can attach the all fire, the laser wire to, let's say, a crate that you can kinesis. Mm. Grab the crate and then you just spin it around and like fuck up a bunch of necromorphs like that because it just keeps going. Yeah, yeah, I never, uh, I never did that. I wish I did that. That because I saw it, I'm like, that's really cool. That's really smart. <laughs> uh, and then the Ripper is relatively the same. You shoot this saw out in front of you for like again. I do like the Ripper. I like the Ripper a lot too. You shoot it for like again depends. I think you go up to ten seconds maybe. Um, but the all fire is you can shoot it, just shoot this blade out into Necromorphs and like just cut them up like that. The added the small difference though, where it can actually ricochet off the walls. It didn't ricochet in the last one. 
I maybe it did. I don't think it did. I think it just you shot it and it would just and like impale them. It would just go straight into the wall. I think. What I do know is different is that even if there was ricochet in the original, it can bounce back and hit Isaac. You can actually take some damage from it. Hmm. So you know you gotta be a little careful. I wouldn't do it in enclosed spaces because it happened to me and I just like got caught off guard. Like who hit me? Because I swear it was only one enemy, and then I realized like oh shit no, like <laughs> the damn saw blade came back and hit him. Right. Um, I will say, because I did the same thing like you're doing now, I compared the original weapons to the past ones, just to make sure like I got them all down. I like the original sounds more, because I feel like they have more oomph to them. Yeah. Like, they yeah, still sound so. nice, don't get me wrong. They still sound nice, but they sound heavier. And I guess maybe it fits the style more, because it's gritty. <laughs> Whereas here, it's a little more refined, so it's not going to be as, I guess loud and i guess obnoxious but my personal preference is i prefer the old sounds so what what i mean you're, you're gonna have a better i mean you played the game three times so it's probably <laughs> you know stuck in your head for sure yeah what were some of the main changes that you remember as far as the story goes uh between the original and the remake and, and did you like those Do you feel like they suited the game better um yeah so uh i guess we'll start off with this uh let me mark it down so i know look yeah i think we did as much as the story as we could um like i said they did some small things and some big things but overall i think gameplay wise everything they nailed down you know i I have very minor complaints we'll get into that later uh I, i think it's when it comes to the plot it's not bad by no means obviously but it's more of a mixed bag in this case so right now we're going to mark it around probably 50 minutes. Huge, huge spoilers for uh, Death Space Remake plot. So you have been warned. So let's, I mean, same thing with the gameplay. That's most noticeable. I'd say the biggest change, just get this out of the way, is Isaac being able to talk. You brought it up really quick uh, during the intro, but it's a lot nicer having him talk and suggest fi- fixes Instead of just kind of being ordered around as like, hey, do this, do this. Like now you see him like his intelligence show because he's an engineer. So right. something so something like, oh, like the turrets are messed up, Isaac. Like, well, what are we going to do? He says, oh, well, I think with enough data, we can recalibrate them. And then we it will go back to auto. You know, it, it's nice seeing that. So that, that's All one right. big one with the plot. It's the best thing I the best way to describe the overall uh, lore and plot of this game compared to the remake is fleshed out. Everything is just so much more fleshed out as it should, because they have the sequels to work with and all the, you know, the books, the comics, the spinoffs, mm-hmm. they're all able to like kind of put that in here. Cause one of the big things they didn't do in the original, they touched upon unitology, but they didn't really, really explain it that much here. It's like right away. They tell you a lot about it. Excuse me. Like, uh, I was going to say, like when you first get control of Isaac, if you go to like a section of the Kellyan, the ship they're on, you'll immediately get like a backstory on him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you find out that his parents, uh, or his dad was, I think, an engineer or something as well. And his mother was a unitologist. And the way he met Nicole, his girlfriend he wants to see, is that uh, Nicole helped his mother leave unitology for a bit. But something happened along the way. His mother actually killed his father, her, his father, and then killed herself. 
and he wasn't able to recover the bodies because Yontology got them first. So you know you learn all that right away, and none of that was mentioned in the original, or maybe even the sequels. I could be wrong about that. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember anything like that in any of the uh, alternative media. Mm-hmm. Um, another big thing is in the original, you never saw Isaac's face, unless like you do the secret of like, oh, turning the camera really quick before he puts his helmet on. Yeah. Here now it's like straight up like here's Isaac's face. We're not even gonna try to hide it you know and it's it looks completely different from uh the original i guess face it's more based off the voice actor when he was young right yes yes very much so um it, i mean he looks fine you know i don't think it's 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 a big change like yeah i say it look it's a big change but in the end he looks normal he doesn't look like this you know it doesn't look like he was in nam or anything like that he just like a looks like a dude and that's the point of Isaac. So I'm fine with how he looks. Did it bother you at all? No, I actually thought it was pretty cool. To me, it looked like an up version of Isaac. Uh, mm-hmm. To me, it looked very similar, just better uh, detail and mm-hmm. better graphics. Um, c- kind of like, I guess, well, I don't know. I guess some people argue that they fucked it up, but with like Tomb Raider, Mm-hmm. When they brought her the remake from PS3 to PS4, some people did not like it. They, they said that she looked um, worse. I don't know, for lack of a better words. Mm-hmm. Um, which to me, neither one bothered me. Yeah. Uh, or or kind of like how uh, Ellie looked from. Because if you look at Ellie from The Last of Us PS3 to the Ellie Last of Us PS5, mm-hmm. big, big changes. Yeah. But still in the same realm of. I could see that, you know, like, right, okay, right. That's that's still Ellie. Okay, so like you, you weren't like up in arms, like, oh, they're gonna do this to my boy. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Not at all. <laughs> um, I mean, it's still the it's still the voice. That's really the main important part for me. Um, I'm glad they would get him back. Um, what else? Because before, when you went on the Kellyan, the ship that's supposed to like the repair ship for the Ishimura, you were, you're there with four people, the two red shirts. And uh, Hammond and Daniels, the red shirts being the pilots who die immediately in the original. And they still die immediately in this game. They just have like a, like a teeny bit more uh, to do. Well, one of them more so than the other, but we'll get to that in a bit. Um, Hammond is the security officer. He's these like you know squad leader. And Daniels is like the computer analysis. And those are your two main supporting characters throughout the game in both versions. Uh, you know, uh, I actually found a fun fact about the voice actor for Hammond in this game. What's that? He, he was the Persian messenger in 300. The one that says, this is madness and gets Sparta kicked. That does look like him. Now. I, think, <laughs> I mean, it looks like the actual character. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. No, that's him. So I thought that was a pretty fun fact. That is very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and and on the subject too, they got pretty much different voice actors for everyone, except Isaac and Nicole. They got the voice actors for Nicole back. Really? And so was? Do you think Nicole was better integrated in the second one? In this? Oh, in this remake? Or you mean the? Yeah. Dead Space the oh, um, the remake, yeah. Definitely for sure. I was gonna say one of the best highlights, one of the positives plot-wise in this game, they do a much better job of having the player care for Nicole, like why Isaac so desperately wants to uh, 
you know, see her again. And it's not just because, oh, it's my girlfriend. Of course I want to save her. There, there's there's now a pretty good reason as to why he wants to do it. Do you mind? I know you're on Chapter 7. Do you mind, like, kind of having these things spoiled? No, I mean, yeah, it's fine with me. It's not. A... Okay, okay. I know. Like, I know it's... Spoiler alert for anybody else. Yeah, no, we, we're going, like I said, we're going deep into it. We've, you've been warned. Um, So you got, you went to Chapter 7. So you got a decent kind of what's going on so with nicole like i said she's the senior medical officer and a small change to her too she looks older now in this game as yeah, an original that surprised me that really it, surprised me because they it, made her look like she was 50 or 40 i'd say early 40s maybe uh, and, um but but she's a senior medical officer in the first one she looks like a fucking barbie doll <laughs> very young uh i i know they couldn't really do the texture with the skin but very mm-hmm. just very young like no none of she that look- PS3 wrinkle. Look, you know? Yeah, it was very smooth. She looked like a kind of low res. It looked like a high end PS2 model, honestly. Um, she looked yeah. like a medical student. You yeah. Know? Here, it did catch me off guard too that she looked older. Um, again, as with most things, any change to anything, people are freaking out like, oh my gosh, she's hideous, which, you know, rude. Um, <laughs> she, just, she just looked older. Like, that's it. She looked normal, you know? I, I guess it caught me off guard because they used the, instead of, using the uh isaac clark's model now mm-hmm. they use them what he looked like back you know when he actually played isaac clark in 06 right or 08 so that to me because that that there is quite i mean he looks maybe late 20s maybe in, in... i'd say early yeah, late 20s early 30s is what i picture for isaac in this one whereas yeah so it's kind of like it's reversed because in the old one he already had like the gray speckled hair you know yeah. uh he looked like he was in his early 40s while nicole was like in her at best you know late 20s so if anything they kind of like reversed it maybe yeah yeah and so like I, once you get past that it's fine but it, same as you i saw her I'm like oh shit like she looks totally different to me it's nothing to get past like if that's something you're getting hung up on i don't know exactly like i can understand yeah. like oh i prefer that's fine you know we all have our preferences you know but it's 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 a it's a mood point you know like just go like oh i prefer the original and then move on you know yeah uh, and no, you, you can it's just weird because like you can to just say i outright prefer the original that there's no uh value or there's there's no uh good points of the remake it's just not i mean yeah. i guess maybe for some people it might not be true but for majority of people there you're either going to enjoy the sound design more the, the mm-hmm. graphics more you know the story how they integrated this or that and changed you know whatever so i, I don't know it's just weird yeah no some people are just a little too attached to th- the originals I, again don't get me wrong if you prefer it not a problem but kind of like what you said to just go out of your way and go there's nothing you know better in this game no <laughs> like no there, there's a lot that's better not everything um which we'll get into soon but mostly everything they think i think they got so back with nicole you actually see her uh trying to understand what's happening with the the outbreak of the necromorphs which is caused by the marker and if you don't know what the market looks is, it's basically this giant thing that looks like an e- demonic DNA helix. It's the best way to describe it. You know, it's got it's it's just imagine a DNA helix with like horns at the top, and there you go. So in, in the book in Martyr, it's actually called the Devil's Tail because it was oh. the original was found in Chicks Club, Mexico, which they say means Devil's Tail, which I don't. Oh yeah, I think you mentioned. 
Yeah, I don't know how. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I, Diablo, <laughs> to me, Devil's Diablo. I don't know. But Chicks yeah. Club, they're saying that means Devil's Tell, and that's the actual site of the uh, crater for the meteor that took out the dinosaurs. And mm. within the very bottom of that, right, because a lake formed over time of that right. crater. So they thought it was just a lake. They didn't know it was actually formed by a meteor. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the very bottom is where they find uh, the the Devil's Tell, the marker. And the person who actually goes down there to find it is uh, Michael Altman, which is the proposed creator founder. of founder mm-hmm. or the person that they say founded unitology. Right. But if you read Martyr, you'll find out. Yeah. Okay. So this is good. Like, even though he didn't play the whole game, you're going to be perfect for these things for the, the filling in the blanks. Um, yeah. So like she's on board trying to figure out like what's happening. You know, you see like a, a cool addition is like the addition of holograms instead of just all audio or like simple like video chats that was cool yeah so it was nice seeing that um so you know that was part of the side mission you go from like section to section of the ship trying to find out what she's doing which is essentially just trying to call out the unitologists on their shit um trying to save as many people as she can obviously and it's kind of a losing battle because you come to find out as you progress that most if not all of like you know the commanding crew is or a bunch of unitologists you know, like she's fighting this losing battle. And on top of that, they know that she is known as they know she has a reputation of like pretty much being a unitology converter, like saving people from it. So they mm-hmm. already don't like her. All this shit is happening. She's probably just like, man, I'm, I'm kind of fucked here. Um, so during the last part of her mission um, around this time, too, we'll talk about it as well. Isaac's like obviously pretty close to losing his shit. You actually get a a flashback to where they have a video call. Mm. And it's when Isaac is telling her about her mom killing her dad. And uh, Nicole's already on the Ichimura at this point. And he's obviously upset. Like, and she, she's like, oh, those, oh, you know, those stupid unitologists. And then he gives these snaps at it and goes, just, just stop talking. You know, like you told you told me she was better, that she was going to be OK. And then this happened. Um, and then she goes like, well, she was better, but you know, if they got to her again, you know, I'm really sorry to hear that. And he says like, you know, like, oh my God, like, you know, this is like your fault. Like you may as well have killed them yourself. Um, yeah, yeah. That's like, oh, oh no. And of course, you know, the Cole goes, you know, Hey, fuck you, man. You know, I, I don't need this. And she hangs up and immediately when she hangs, cuts that call, you hear, you see Isaac going, oh fuck. Like, no, no, I'm so sorry. No, I didn't mean that. And that is assumed to be their last communication with each other. Yeah. Which is why it's so important now for Isaac to go there and be like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to say that to you. He doesn't want those to be his last words to her, you know? Yes. Oof. Yes, that's like really heavy, which adds to the, I guess, the grief and guilt, which there's more to that later. But yeah, so I thought that was really cool. It uh, gives Nicole more agency. She's not like just hiding, trying to survive. Like she's trying to like help these people. You know, you can respect that. And she's trying to fight against these, you know, the crazy cult people, you know. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you see she's doing her best. And obviously anyone knows, the player knows, and Isaac knew right away it's not her fault that this happened. It's just very unfortunate. But Isaac was obviously very upset. So we can't blame him entirely, but it's still a fucked up thing to say, you know. Of course. So that that's that motivation. You get that. Like I said, it's, it's well told. Um, and yeah, so like that part is really good. 
Another one they did well was with Mercer, Dr. Mercer, who is the main human antagonist of both games. In the first one, he's like more of the basic, like, I'm just saying this crazy shit, and that's it. Here, he has a lot more tangible presence. And you actually get a backstory on how he created the Hunter, which is a recurring boss in Dead Space. Um, It it acts like the Mr. X or nemesis of this. It will will pop out sometimes and try to kill Isaac. So you get a backstory of, like, who this guy was. He used to be a person. And how Mercer, like, manipulated him and converted him to become this thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And... With that, though, again, light spoilers, because, you know, like, do you remember how Mercer died in the original? He just kind of got squished or something, right? No, no, no. Okay, so in the original, he actually let himself be turned into a necromorph. Okay. And this one, in this one, yes, he kind of just gets squished by a tentacle. It's a very, like, it happened, like, when he got taken away, because this tentacle comes around, wraps around him and the the marker. Hmm. Um, and takes them away. I thought he was gonna pop up later, because it didn't have like the flat line noise or nothing like that. Right. It turns out that where he, when he, I guess he just got squished and then he died, and that was it. I'm like that's very anticlimactic for like all the shit talking he's done, <laughs> all the crazy shit that he's done. Like it's just like that's it. That's how he goes. That's kind of lame. So that was a downgrade there for me. That's just the way it happens sometimes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I, I know. I understand that. But still, like, you would think, like, like, in the first one, it makes sense. Like, he's so devout. He's so dedicated. He's willing to just let it happen to himself. That's crazy. Whereas here, he's like, oh, it's not going the way I want it. And then, oh, yeah, he's dead, I guess. You know, yeah. it compared in those two, like, those two directly compared. That's why I'm like, that's kind of a downgrade. Um. And I guess another big downgrade. Again, I think the downgrade has been the supporting characters. A lot of them. You think like they're, they're, mixed, like they're doing less? Because they didn't, weren't doing much in the last game either. Well, and it's the voice acting, I guess. It's just mixed. Like I said, with Nicole, it's a clear upgrade, I feel. They really fleshed her out. Uh, with Mercer, even though the death was kind of weak, I think they did a really good job with his character more. You, you come to understand him. He's not just this mad, incoherent, incoherent guy. He's obviously insane, but you can tell he's still smart. He's conniving. He, there's like, you, you can understand why he's doing so well and how he's still alive on the ship. Right. And then we get to Dr. Kine, who is uh, another medical dude. He's a doctor. And in the original medical dude, medical dude yeah, <laughs> medical dude, uh, of course, medical dude, doctor medical dude um <laughs> in the original he has like this awesome voice i don't know the voice actor but i, I know i've heard him other stuff he just has a really cool voice and he plays like the what, part of british or like what, what what's cool about <sighs> it? it just has a good accent he sounds weird and i don't mean that in the sense that all of them sound like that but the like way german was... <laughs> oh maybe i'm glad it wasn't german that would have implied a bunch of different things that we don't need to get into <laughs> um, but it was his voice acting in the original where he was clearly not all there, mm-hmm. so you didn't know whether to trust him or not. But in the right. end, he does have good intentions. Like he's this—he's um, basically a, a former unitologist that sees what's going on and has the sense to go, "Oh yeah, this ain't it, Chief. Like this is not cool. Like people turning into monsters—that's clearly not what we were asking for." Whereas everyone else is kind of like, "Well, I guess this is it." But he's still like influenced by the marker. He's still losing his mind. Like he's talking right. to his dead wife and everything. Which happens so, to every everybody. 
yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Which that's that's I don't know. I don't know if you want me to go more into the history of the marker or not. Oh, please do. Please do. So <clears throat> the reason why Michael Altman was the credited with creating unitology was because he was the only one who wasn't really affected by it. Everybody else started forming this religion on their own and they started seeing their loved ones. They started killing themselves because like these ghosts were like kind of telling them, Hey, you know, you need to come see me or whatever. Mm. Um, and he was pretty much the only one not affected, which people started to, to worship him. And he was like, Mm. he wanted no part of this. Yeah, at all, um, which I thought was really interesting. But the way the necromorphs came about is, I don't know. I, I know they get into this how the the marker is spewing some kind of energy or signal. Mm-hmm. Well, a scientist started to decode this signal, and by decoding it, he built some kind of biological kind of weapon that allowed it to uh, spread. So this was like instructions given out by the marker, and the marker amplified those instructions. So whenever okay. he finally made it, it made it stronger. And is that what, like, the writings on the wall are in these, like, weird language, like the instructions uh, in the marker? Yes, yes. Okay, okay. But it's also, like, a not like a radio signal, but similar to, to that. Yeah, like, I think, kind of jumping ahead, but, like, when they put, like, the, the marker on the pedestal, and it starts, mm-hmm. like, I guess those, like, for lack of a better word, convulsions and stuff, that's, it's just emitting that signal. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, no, that makes sense. Um, But in any case, yeah, with Kain, like, it... You know what his character is. He's a deranged former, uh, deranged former unitologist trying to, I guess, make up for his mistakes. But you still don't know if he's going to, like, stab you in the back or not because he's clearly insane. And this new one, he's very bland. It's not mm-hmm. – like I'm saying, it's not bad. It's not like I went in there and thought, oh, this guy sucks as a voice actor. It was just like – he was just a normal dude. Like, I just felt like he was saying these things, and I could believe it, but it was more like, this is the marker. This is where he found – he sounded normal. You didn't get the sense that he was insane just from the way he talked. Like, if you – like, you, if you know he's talking to his dead wife or something, then obviously you know, like, okay, this guy's not all there. But if if you just heard it and saw – and heard him just say, oh, Amelia, this and this, you would think the person's right next to him. Whereas if you're in the original, the way he delivers his line stuff, you know, like, this man's just kind of like – he's – He's good for like 10 seconds, and then the next thing you know, he's like talking to someone that's not there. It's, I guess, schizophrenic, maybe? Best way to describe that? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Like schizophrenic with delusions or something? Mm-hmm. Whereas in this one, it's just kind of like a normal dude. It's very meh. And I'm not trying to like be mean and criticize the voice actor or anything like that. Because at the end of the day, too, they decided to use those takes, whoever, you know, directed that. Right, so right. It, it was just a downgrade in that sense. Um. Yeah, I, I would say, too, compare those next to each other, and you'll see what I mean. It's not horrible. It's not like going from, you know, an Oscar-worthy actor to, you know, uh, an eighth an eighth grader in a play, you know? It's not like that. But it's more like there was interesting elements there, and now they've been kind of removed for just bare bones right. with him. And I, same thing with Hammond. So in the original... He, he's the main dude, right? Because Isaac doesn't mm-hmm. talk. He's basically giving out all the orders and things like that. And this new one, since Isaac talks more, they have to give stuff for Hammond to do. So one of the pilots that got killed by a necromorph who turns into a necromorph himself is a guy named Chen who supposedly has history with Hammond. That's why Hammond is like distraught 
and losing him, which again makes sense. I I can believe that, you know, especially if you're a commander. I know for guys like who are in charge of like platoons and stuff like that hits them hard to lose. He like he handpicked those guys, didn't he? Right, right. I think so. Like he he went through. It's like they have history. It's all implied. So obviously he and Shin actually comes back as a necromorph and actually chases Hammond and Daniels. Basically, he's like a recurring character throughout the whole game, you know. And I feel like kind of it's like it kind of reminded me of with Hammond, the meme of the of heavy rain where mm-hmm. the the main the, the father is just shouting Sean all the time. Like the Hammond's thing the whole time is just like, oh, Chin, oh, Chin. It's like I get what they're trying to do. He's losing his mind because of the marker and all that. Mm-hmm. For me, though, it makes him look less like I guess they're trying to make him more or less like more like a, a kind person. Um, instead of the hard nose that he was in the original, which is fine. I had nothing wrong with that. I think that's a good way to take his character, but he looks a little more dumb to me in his death than heroic than he, like in the original, he died to a brute trying to buy Isaac time. Right. right? And so like, oh shit, that sucks. You really did what you could here. The way he dies, you don't see it. I'll leave that part. It involves Chen though. And instead of feeling like, oh no, um, Hammond, like that, it's the marker fucking with you. You, you kind of just in your head, you kind of scream like, too. clearly, like, come on now. Like, you know better. You've already accepted this. And you to like kind of just revert back to like, no, no, this is my friend. It's, it seems dumb. In my opinion. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So th- those are kind of, I mean, like I said, those so are it wasn't all positives. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, and again, this isn't for the, I want to point out to you. I know, like, I'm being a little critical of these things, but it's not like ruining the plot at all. It, this is where, for me, it's like a preference. Yeah, it's something you notice that you thought they could like, do Yeah, like something like that would be really wrong is if, like, if you didn't play the originals, the original game, and this still bothered you. Then I would say, okay, that's a problem. For me, I played the original, so I have a point of comparison. And because of that, that I have that point of comparison. It's like, ah, I kind of like this part better. Right. Same thing with Kendra. Kendra is a mixed bag as well. I think in some areas they did better with her, and others like, mm, I see what you're trying to do. Didn't work for me. Because Kendra is supposed to be, spoiler alert here, she's an undercover government agent. Yeah. Whose yeah. job is to basically, well, cover up the Ishimura incident. Um, not to save people, not to do any of that. Like, get the marker, get the fuck out of there, and we're gonna like blow up the ship and just be like, oh, I guess it was an accident. So uh, interesting point is she wasn't a hundred percent sure exactly she just thought maybe it was a mass suicide i believe she didn't know that there was these crazy creatures that were on the ishimura yeah like so whenever you're like near the end when she reveals herself as like taking the marker away because they found the marker that ishimura found the marker on a planet called aegis 7 they brought the marker on board and that's when shit broke loose so Dr. Kine tells Isaac, hey, the marker wants to go back to the – well, Amelia says take the marker back to the planet because there's a giant creature there called the hive mind, which is apparently cro- controlling the necromorphs. Mm-hmm. If we take the marker back to Aegis 7 and put it on its pedestal, it will make us whole again and you know, it will you know, subdue the hive mind. And so like, all right, we'll do that. So while they're trying to do that, Kendra kills Kine and like drives – flies away in the ship and says – that's when she goes like, oh, you know, I'm sorry, I can't let you do this. I'm a government, I'm a gov, Earth Gov agent sent here to cover this up. You know, like what you said, I thought 
this is all like you know hysteria delusions and stuff and then i got on here i'm like oh shit this is real yeah yeah yeah. because the whole time too i think we noticed it in the first game she was being very critical of hammond like very open with her with her distrust in him Mm -hmm. and i remember saying when we reviewed it if i was playing this again for the first time i don't think i would be suspicious of her I would think like she was like being for real. I would be more suspicious of Hammond. Here, it's she does a pretty shitty job of trying to cause like dissension between the ranks. I think it's more obvious that like, hey, little shit stirrer, what are you doing? Like, no, because you saw a little bit of it. Do you agree with that? Or is that just me? Or because yeah. we played the original. Well, to be honest, I totally forgot that she was a double agent or whatever. Oh. So, um, but yeah, but I looked up some things about the game about video specifically on changes between um the first and and the remake of the first and it it had to mostly do with deaths i guess uh, constraints of uh you know they killed someone a certain way because the system couldn't do anything crazy Mm -hmm. um but then it it talked about um i guess some of the addition of more of the unitology Mm -hmm. um i guess uh religion um and and then it also kind of went over how she was a double agent. And I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, might have just been me because I had the – I remembered from the original. Um, I guess they tried to make her a little more sympathetic because she would say in the game whenever she was, like, talking to Isaac, like, oh, I see my dead brother on camps and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I I don't know if that's, like, her actually, like, seeing it or that's her – because now that she sees, like, this is real – like does the knowledge of the marker if you know what it does does that help you against it or is it still like it will still fuck with you regardless i it's, guess it'll still fuck with you yeah so it'll still f- mess with you like you like i said the reason why people worshiped uh mike waltman was because it mm-hmm. didn't affect him and okay. he was seeing that all this weird stuff was going on and and how you mentioned that the earth govs uh, earth gov sent her there to cover this up that's because the earth, the government of earth is mm-hmm. all unitologists oh, and they really? actually knew. Yeah. Everybody is unitologists. In fact, Holy they're shit. the ones who planted the lie that Michael Altman created unitology. Mm-hmm. And then they turned around and killed him to make him look like a martyr to mm-hmm. make people think that earth gub didn't want the spread of the religion. Jesus so Christ. It was, that's it was like the Streisand effect. Yeah. That's a 4D chess move. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was all them, and again, they were totally for it, but they mm-hmm. wanted to play people, make people think that they were against it. But they're all unitologists. Wow, I didn't know that part. That's really cool. Um, but like, okay, so that makes more sense then to why uh, the market they found it, the one they specifically find in Dead Space One is not the original marker. The one they find in the remake, or in the original two, in this game, the one they find is man-made. Um, it's the red marker. And it was planted in Aegis 7 to kind of just kind of be forgot. Well, originally for experiments, shit went crazy. And so they went, all right, let's just pretend this never happened. Uh, but then the mining company that owns the Ishimura got greedy and thought, no, we're going to go for this one. Because it's supposedly off limits. And so that's got to be good shit in there. So they found this thing, yeah. brought it on board. Shit went down. And EarthGov just goes basically like, god damn it. Now we got to clean this up again. Um, so that's what Kendra's there for. Which is so hearing now that EarthGov is all unitologists, it's I guess only elected officials, because if Kendra didn't believe that uh, you know, these things were real, she's probably not a unitologist then. 
Yeah. So they, they, the people up top, it's kind of like with Scientology, mm-hmm. which don't, don't go clear on me. I guess. We're going to have to, we're going to have to beep that out. <laughs> yeah. So like the people up top know what's going on, but mm-hmm. Zenu and all this stuff, but the people at the bottom don't know about all this. They just believe that. I guess they keep, they kind of hide more of the, the wacky aspects okay. from, from people, if that makes sense. Okay. No, I got you. Like, I guess, see, like, she wasn't part of the government. She just works for them. So I guess it's a little different. Yeah. But she is also, like, she is a unitologist, but she's, oh, know. like, she's just, just so far down there. That's like, oh, then, yeah. Like, this probably isn't it. Like, maybe it's just for safety reasons. Like, oh, just say I'm a unitologist. Yeah. Mm, okay. I didn't think about it like that. That's interesting. Okay, um, but so she reveals this plan, like, oh, you know, that this and this. Um, so Isaac ends up runs into Nicole a couple times actually, and this is where the big change in his voice comes through because in the first one, the original, he doesn't talk to her at all. Yeah. But here now he like responds, I feel like how you normally would. He would go like, oh my god, thank god I found you. I'm so happy. I never thought I'd see you again. You know, it's a lot more natural than just not saying a word. Uh. And this one, though, I think they were a little more upfront with the Nicole's fate. Mm-hmm. Do you think so? Because I feel like in the original, she was a lot more friendly. She sounded normal. And this one, it, it she sounded off. Yeah, so that that's one of the biggest things that I guess was such a shocker going from the first to the second game back in the day. Mm-hmm. Was in the first game, it was just kind of like he's chasing this ghost that... Yes. You know, but in the second one, she's very much a malevolent spirit, like very creepy, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think in the end of the second one, you're actually fighting her. Yeah. So. So, yeah, I, I this one did hint more so that, yeah, something weird's going on. All right. Here's the big one. Here's a big twist. If you don't know what's happening, you know, big, big, big. Um, Nicole is dead. She's been dead since the beginning. Um, the way it's revealed to Isaac and to the player, if you don't know. Is near the end, though they changed this part up. I don't know if you saw this change. Um, Kendra has Nicole hostage in front of Isaac when he's like in his little thing. She goes, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, oh, give me back the mark or whatever. And he goes, oh, let her go. You know, we don't need a killer. Kendra just goes, like, oh, let who go? Like, you're so fucking crazy. You know, you're so out of it. He's like, here, you haven't even watched the whole thing or you haven't accepted it. So it plays like the whole video from the beginning. With Nicole, like, talking to Isaac, saying she wants to see him again. Basically, a, a voicemail or video mail, I guess. But it ends up playing the whole way through, and you see that she euthanized herself. She got a syringe of something, injected herself with it, and just died because she just couldn't deal with it. Yeah. Uh, so that's how you... And so I think now most players would agree that maybe he knew the whole time and just couldn't accept it. I, I think I could see him going that route, like... Like, uh, kind of like that person that knows, oh, you know, that, that something horrible happened, but they, they're just, they're, they're sectioned off. They cordoned off that area of, of, and they just went into like a total area. I don't know. I guess totally went into like disbelief mode. Like, nope. Yeah. Put the blinders on. I yeah. Guess. Basically like, that's kind of the little child thing. Like, la, 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 la. It's not true. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like when Nicole does, uh, when, uh, when he sees that, uh, like who, who he thinks is Nicole, he's talk, he sees like the face warps 
And it turns out it was a scientist from earlier that he talked to real quick, Elizabeth Cross. And so the marker influenced the both of them to see their loved ones to help, like, accomplish what the marker wanted them to do. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a huge change from the first game, because the first game is just that she's been dead and what you were seeing was an hallucination, and, like, entirely. Whereas he was like, he's seeing a person, a person is there, it's just not the person who he thinks. Which right. I think is better in the sense, like, because in the first one, it's like, okay, if it was all hallucination, like, how did it physically happen, you know? Like, who changed this? Who unlocked the doors? Kind of like the shining thing. Like, if it was all in his head, then how did this happen, you know? Right. Whereas here, it's like, okay, no, there was a person there that did help him, but it was just manipulated, you know? Reality was bended. Instead of, like, kind of you know, totally just made up. But that yes. was a huge change. And I like that. I think I like that change more. Because it makes more sense. Yeah, I, I think so. I like, like I said, like I haven't beaten the game all the way and I don't really necessarily remember the first game mm-hmm. all the way, you know, but so it's kind of like I'm hearing these things secondhand, but I do, I do like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's small things like that. That makes sense. Um, you know, it, it, it ends the same way. Um, well, another thing too, you hear a lot in this game that I don't think you heard in the first one, in the original, was the phrase "make us whole again." I feel like that's it was introduced in the second one. Yeah, I think so. So they, they say it a lot more in this first game, and nitpick, I wish they used it slightly less. I think they used it a little too much, uh, but that's such a nitpick. That's not really a big thing to bring up. But based on my knowledge from the first two games, you have more knowledge of what it means because you played all three and the books and stuff i always got the phrase of make us whole again as the marker wanting to be reunited with its maker is that right yeah so i think a lot of this unification stuff is is definitely talked about more on the um the third game Mm -hmm. oh yeah the third game because i i think i Depending on what you play, it kind of means has slightly different meanings if you were to apply it to each game. Right. Yeah, for sure. Because there's this thing called convergence, which is basically alive and living people and necromorphs combine into one. They unite, you know, unitology. But I think in order for that to happen, the marker has to absorb its maker. Yes, I and think. It, it, yeah. So the the marker is kind of like this. Like a entity, sentient, right? Yeah, it's like the sentient entity that's like just a, a symbiote, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think the reason why convergence couldn't happen in this first one is because the marker is man-made, but it was man-made like hundreds of years ago. Well, like, it's, yeah. Its makers are dead. So you yeah. can't like do that. So I think the theory was it wanted to be put back on Aegis 7 on the pedestal. Because even though it itself couldn't cause convergence, you know, this grand event to happen, it could send out the codes to make other people see it, to make their own markers, and to make that happen. Does that sound right? Right, yeah, and then which kind of leads into the second one where they're, mm-hmm. you know, well, I don't know. I, I feel like it's weird because I feel like I don't want to, like, I might be doing <laughs> this for some people, but then I also, you know, the game's like... We're, we're in spoiler territory. I feel like if we're in spoiler territory for the first game, naturally that's going to mean other games too. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a hard one. 
Mm, I would say it's it's fair because I mean, well, I'd say it's fine because the alternate ending hints at Death Space Two as well. Yeah. Um. Because okay, so like yeah, I said yeah, this marker wants to go back on the pedestal, admit its codes to try to find someone to make a marker. Because I think too in this again, we're going to the second one because it it uses elements in the second game. Um, isn't it like more highly intelligent intelligent people can like have a better chance of like deciphering what the marker means? Yeah, intelligence is a, it plays a big role in how uh, these things are are interpreted, like how these signals are interpreted. Mm-hmm. That's probably why Doctor Mercer, even though he is a utologist and believes it, so that helps him. I mean, he's a doctor, so clearly he's smart. Probably why Nicole was able to fight it off for a while because she's a senior medical officer. <clears throat> yes. yes. And then Isaac is an engineer, mechanical, I assume. So, and like I said, clearly intelligent. That's why he's able to. Well, he's still affected by it greatly. Right. But he's right. not like driven insane. Well, relative, <laughs> relative to it. Yeah, I, f- I feel like you get to see the scars of it, of course, in the second game, the, the way it opens up. Yeah, and then, um, oh, speaking of the second game, too, they kind of do a homage to the opening of that one with a Necromorph transformation on top of Isaac. Yes. That looks beautiful. To see it happen that quickly, and it looks so good, because, you know, obviously on the current hard- hardware, holy shit, <laughs> it's terrifying. So it looked better than the, I mean, obviously. Well, you saw it. It happened. Are you talking about the second one? Um. Oh. Oh. No. No. I'm talking about the in the remake when it happened with the captain. Oh. Okay. 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 Yes. Yes. That was. uh, That was good. That that scared me. I think I sent you that that screen grab from when that happened. But Mm -hmm. to to me though, the second one was the reason why I was confused is because the second one's much more in your face. Yeah. 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 I think with the remake was more like the entire body. Yeah. Well, as but, you said, literally, it's in your face. Yeah, the second one, like you're seeing his this person's skin just, Ugh, was so which gross. is impressive, especially for the time. Mm-hmm. Like, it still looks good. Um, I get the remake version looks smoother naturally, but the second one has the grossness factor. I think still because you can see like everything. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I was going to say, so like, you know, I'm skipping a bit because it's not that important as far as like the boss fights. Like he defeats the hive mind, Isaac does, and he escapes on the, you know, uh, I guess um, escape pod naturally. Um, and then it ends with the same thing, the jump scare with uh, a vision of the cold jumping out at him. So that that part is different. But there's a fun little ending, as I mentioned before, with the alternate ending. If you played New Game Plus, you could each chapter 12 you can find a marker fragment in each chapter. And so if you find all 12 and there's a section in the crew deck with, mm. I want to say the captain, there's like a little marker there. And I want to say in the original one, or the, I'm sorry, not the original, the first playthrough, if like you, you click the X because it says play like an audio or video thing, mm-hmm. the screen will go crazy for a second. And the I assume it's the marker talking to Isaac, just going, you can make us whole again. And then the screen flashes and the marker's gone. And so that carries into the new game plus where it's still there. And if you have all fragments of the marker, you can put them on there. And they'll say something like you've made us whole or we're whole again. And then when you do that, you get this alternate ending. Do you want to know what it is? I don't know if you've seen that already. 
No, I haven't. I'm just I'm, yeah. Do you, you're good. Okay, okay. Just making sure. Um, like I know I've told you a lot. I don't know if you want this one last thing to hold on to. Um, so in the alternate ending, it's really creepy because now yeah, with it cuts to Isaac in the skate pod and he's smiling. Um, and it's Nicole all bloody and stuff behind him, going like, "Oh, where are we going? You know, Earth or something?" And he goes, "Oh, not yet. I gotta do a little something." He goes. Oh, what are you gonna do? Like, I'm gonna build. I'm gonna make you a. I'm gonna make you a gift. And she goes like, Oh, really? Like, what is it? And he just goes, Oh, you have to wait and see. All like again, creepily smiling. It's very unsettling. And like the camera pans out to behind him, and you can see in the interior, it's a bunch of like the the marker language scrawled uh, all against the the walls and the ceiling and the floor. And in the I guess the floor is like kind of like that weird unitology pentagram and it's implied that Isaac is going to build a marker. Yeah, but he doesn't just build one. Mm-hmm. Um, so which leads into the second game. It's a little different because in the second game, he doesn't know what he did. Whereas this one, he's been like indoctrinated essentially. Yeah, man. That, the second one's so good. I, I really, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm it's going to be interesting how they do it. Cause they implemented a lot of ideas in the second one. They even, um, the intro video call, from mm-hmm. the second game between Nicole and Isaac, that's a that's an audio now playback in this game. What the fuck? Yeah, which I'm glad they did though, because again, gives them more. It fleshes out that relationship right away. Right. Uh, uh, I mean, yeah, it's. I mean, it's just gonna be really interesting to see what they do with that if they decide to go there. Um, because so, like I said, they they changed a decent amount, but didn't like rehaul it, you know. Like right. it's still very much dead space. It's its own experience, but it's incredibly faithful to the original. So I'd say it's that best version of a remake. It pays homage. It's still incredibly faithful to the source material, but it's not just copy and paste. They didn't just like smooth out the textures. They didn't just use old lines. They like legit got out of the way and did all these things to make it its own. Yeah. As much as it can be, you know. Well, not only that, I mean, they did everything from scratch. I mean, obviously they had, yeah. um, I mean, they, of course they went off of the first game, but uh, the engine and everything, they had to build those lookalikes from scratch. Yeah. And uh, a neat little thing that, uh, I found out was, uh, Gunner Wright actually delivers Isaac's lines in like three different ways, depending on his health. That's really cool. So like if you go into a cutscene, excuse me, and you're at full health, you won't notice anything different. Like he just says it normal and then you move on. But like if you're on death's door, uh, then he sounds like he'll deliver his lines like in a pain to way he's tired. He's like, ah, I'm sending you the codes right now. Like it's a very small thing that you wouldn't notice unless you played it multiple times through and were able to remember like, hmm, that sounds a little different. You know, that's that it's things like that that make you realize that they really did go all out on this. That's fucking that's cool. That reminds me of Spider-Man mm-hmm. In Spider-Man. The lines are, are delivered differently if he's walking, if he's running, if he's swinging. Yeah, I was saying it's, it's not necessary. But that's why it's appreciated. Much, yeah, it's appreciated because then, you know, if they're willing to go all out for these things that not many people are going to notice, then they're going to go like balls to the wall crazy for the more important things, you know? Oh, yeah. Like the same thing, too. Um the longer you run, the longer you sprint, you can hear Isaac's breathing like get deeper and deeper. Um, in zero G, when you're out in uh, space, 
when you have like full uh like full oxygen it's fine mm-hmm. it's very normal breathing when you get down to like 30 20 seconds that's when he goes <sighs> so it kind of give, gives you the player like makes you remember like oh right shit he needs to breathe you know oh but also man, that, makes, yeah. makes you feel like oh man i need to find oxygen or get out of here right now man dude that that freaks me out because that, that uh that reminds me of of when we were doing um hazmat training right and they put you in this this enclosed suit that you think of when you think of hazmat where it's enclosed and you got an air pack on and everything yeah. Well, they told us to take the face mask off while we're doing this this simulation. And as I was breathing, I felt like I was running out of air. It, and I was like, and, and my my I start I started getting anxiety, which never happens to me because I don't I don't really have like uh, claustrophobia or any of that. But I felt like like I was I was choking, like I was not able to breathe. Damn. Um, yeah. Oof. It was. Oof. So you you're getting flashbacks. <laughs> not as bad as, not as, as that. Not as bad, but yeah. 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 It brought you back. It brought back the memories. Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. um I just, I just I can't go over everything else this episode would be like three, four hours long. But other small details like uh you can walk now from the Ishimura from like one end of the ship to the other. Like you can legit do that if you don't want to take the tram. Um uh, if you're backtracking Kind of we mentioned before, you can like backtrack for those side missions for like you know the higher access rooms like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. But to make it not boring, because I think in the original, if you cleared a room, that was it. You know, it's done. Here though, they use a thing called the intensity director, where it will randomly have things happen. Uh, a necromorph will come out and attack you. It'll be different versions depending on what it decides. Um, the lights will go out randomly. Uh. You'll hear the necromorphs, and even like a vent cover will come out. It'll bust open, but no necromorph will come out. It's just supposed. It's just there to keep you on your toes. Basically, basically, like yeah, like oh, I'm gonna go to this room I already cleared out. It'll be fine. No, no guarantee of that. It probably will be, but again, it it might not be. And they even made sure. I knew this. I wonder when this was gonna happen to me. They even made sure that for every player at different times in the playthrough, they will get attacked at least once. While shopping. At least once? At least once. It's going to happen. I think it usually happens early on, but it's to give them that feeling that, hey, not even when you're shopping are you safe. You've got to be careful. And this happened to you? It happened to me. It happened to me in Chapter 3, I want to say. Like, I thought I heard something before I went to the store. I thought, no, 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 I think I'm okay. And then, like, while it's, like, loading up the screen, I hear a vent pop out with a necromorph you know, growling. I just went, oh, shit. And then, yeah, I back out. And immediately, this fucker just stabs me from the side. I'm like, what the kind of bullshit is this? And yeah, throughout the rest of the game, I'm like, I never got attacked again. I never got attacked again while shopping. But I just thought, is it going to happen? And that's a great, that's a great thing to have in a horror game where you never feel safe. You just need it one time. Just, one just time. need it one time. I mean, to happen once, what's, who's to say it's not going to happen again, you know? Right, right. So it, that's crazy. yeah that's, that's really neat that's what i'm saying like so like that's enough i think specifically with that i mean you could go on and on about this it's amazing and i'm i'm looking forward to when you finally finish it because it does get better and i'll be interested to see like how you feel when you experience it experience it yourself so with all that though there there isn't i guess a slight 
issue or concern. That's the word. It's a slight concern about games like this, where it's an old and it will. With this combined with The Last of Us remaster, it's the issue of uh, games or developers or publishers re-releasing games or remaking games that don't necessarily require one. Instead of coming up with something fresh. Instead of coming up with even yeah. a sequel, you know, yeah, which yeah. is the sequel is considered safe because the IP is established and if it has a good fan base, then you know you'll be okay. Right. So like that's which is a still like it's it's a very risk. It's a light risk. Whereas with a remake or a remaster, it's zero risk because it's the same thing, just tweaked. Um, and then it comes to the issue too of like reselling at a full price. So I guess some people think this might send a bad trend for gaming where companies see this, they see their, like, you know, this remake does well and then, and then they'll go, Oh, okay. Um, what, what are we going to do here? Okay. We're just going to re instead of making fallout five, we're just going to re-release fallout three, you know, instead see, of making, I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> see, that's it. yeah, it's cool. Yeah. But you know, that is concerning. Like now like, Oh, we're not going to get new games anymore. We're just going to get like, yeah. better quality old games no no i i get what you're saying we, we definitely need a balance but i also feel like this isn't just uh I, I feel like they had to sink some money into this because like like we said earlier they redid the the voice acting right mm -hmm. they redid the sound effects they redid they put it on a whole new engine yeah. so basically they had they skipped the pre-development and you know content design and, and storyboarding Mm -hmm. For the most part, obviously they had to. What are we yeah, change? yeah, yeah. Not change. But they they still sunk a lot of money into that. So it's not like it's just pure like uh like with with the PS4 remake of, of The Last of Us when they said yeah we already had these up-res textures here. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I that's what I was saying. Like I get it. Like I said, especially something with The Last of Us on the PS5 because don't get me wrong, it looks better, it looks fantastic. Don't get me wrong, but it's not like this game's like. It looked amazing, yeah. especially, especially since it was a PS4 remaster. So it's like you yeah. did it twice. Uh, I mean, you see the same thing with like Resident Evil 4. You know, like God, it is a joke how many times that's been remastered. Um, again, right now. Well, yeah, again, right now. But I have never played it. So for me personally, I'm excited for it because this is going to be my first time playing it whenever so I get it. You also got to think about how many people are like that now. Like, <laughs> like, like we said earlier with Gerard, never played it. Mm -hmm. is going to give it a chance or you know people in, in his age group uh who were like man this looks fucking crazy what is this oh i yeah. remember my my big brother or sister playing <laughs> this you know like what yeah. The fuck? yeah yeah and i it's a special case in this one too because if it was an ongoing franchise like it's like i said with the last of us or if they wanted to do this with tomb raider or you know basically any franchise that is alive and well i can get that concern but Dead Space was dead. I mean, no pun intended, but it was literally dead in the water. Nothing new was going to come out from it, you know? Whatever plans they had for Dead Space 4 died whenever Dead Space 3 sold poorly, you know? Yeah. yeah. So this is more of like, in my, in my, the way I see it, it's a chance at a revival than just a, it probably is a cash grab. Every game is a cash grab. Anything that's been made, is its purpose is to make cash. Well, not only that. But it's, pur it's got purpose to hopefully yeah. revive it. Yeah, it, it's just a whole studio went down when this went down, right? Talented studio, a very talented yeah. studio. Yeah, so that, that's a, that was the biggest thing. That that was a what was a not violation, was it? Uh, visceral, visceral. 
Yeah, that was like a badass studio. They didn't they do a badass Star Wars game and all that? They were working on it. And they got canceled. Oh yeah, Amy Hennig, right? Mm-hmm, that one. And then they got canceled and then they got canned. Yeah. And I, I don't know for a fact how many are involved who who worked for Visceral are in motive. I know there's a couple, but I don't know if any of them were like huge, you know, parts of the original. And then right. you know did this, you know that that I can't confirm nor deny. Um, I do know a lot of the that team worked on, uh, what's it called, uh, the Callisto Protocol. I know that. Oh, yeah, and man, that's just so disappointing. Yeah, I know. So because these weren't like you said, these weren't the same guys mm-hmm. uh, as a whole. But Callisto Protocol was the same guys, and they're I mean they literally made it. They made Dead Space, and they mm-hmm. fucked up on the. Yeah. Which is crazy because you can see the there's huge similarities between the games, you know. Of course, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not trying to crap on it, but like you know, obviously, like it's being homage to that stuff. It's all cool, but I guess it just didn't turn out as well. And it's not one of those like, oh, because it's a new IP and stuff, you know, it's gonna have issues. It's more of just like on a mechanical level, you know, that was the issue, and that's something you never want. There's no excuse for that. Well, I don't want to say that because I have never developed games. I have no right to say that, but it's less forgivable, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Whereas yeah. if it's something lore related or story or you're trying something new, then I think most people will be like, I didn't like it, but you know what? I think this could go somewhere. Um, yeah, it seems like that was a mixed bag with that one. Here they fucking nailed it. I really feel like if you told me, if I didn't know any better and you told me this is the same people that worked on the original, I would 100% believe you. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I can feel it was made with love. You know, it's, it's a cheesy thing to say, but I, I mean... I think both have their merits and some will prefer the original. Some will prefer the remaster, but that's the thing. That's the beauty of any remaster or remake is that it stands on its own as far as, you know, a remake can, but it doesn't like spit at the original. It doesn't think it's stupid. It doesn't take shots. It just goes like, Hey, we're going to leave that alone, but here's our take on it. You know, like I think the, Biggest reference to the first one, I think, was a, it was kind of a joke with uh, Mercer when he was talking, when he was taunting Isaac. He said, like, oh, I would ask you about this, but you don't look like the talkative type. You know, and obviously that's a little sly joke to, like, you know, Isaac not talking in the original. Yeah. You know. So, it's, it's like, that's it's good. It's like a little, like, nudge, a little tongue-in-cheek. You know, everything else is like, even if, like, things I don't disagree with, I don't think it was mean-spirited or anything. Just, like, they tried their take. That I didn't like specifically, but overall small potatoes yeah i mean i think at the end of the day like you said this is just an uh, an artful remaster um mm-hmm. or remake because it's not a remaster it's a remake i'd say I'd yeah say. this is a full-on remake for sure um yeah and i'm excited to, to beat it um shit I, I still haven't even beaten uh that rick and morty game <laughs> uh, yeah on live. yeah i've kind of i've kind of got like my hands in three or four different games right now um yeah. Based on what you've played so far, I know you haven't finished it yet, but based on what you played so far, what would you give the this game? Uh, maybe a 9.25. Mm, I'm going to the quarters there. Yeah. yeah. I'd give it like a 9.5. Yeah. But you also have to keep in mind, I'm playing on PC. Uh, have you come up with a lot of bugs then? Have you come across them? Uh, quite a bit of stuttering. And and, um, which the only reason I say that is, um, where is it? Let me see what the let me see what the specs are. 
because my PC is well within the the specs for it. You right. Know? So it should theoretically it should play well. Yeah, but I mean, there's a whole bunch of hosts of other issues that you could have. But yeah, right. so this right. game requires a 5600X for the recommended 16 gigs of RAM and mm-hmm. an RTX 3070. Um, so I, I, I could, I could see what, how I would expect, like maybe, you know, small dips, but there were times where it was just like a total pause. Like, Ooh. and then, yeah. Um, so did like it happen? Said, in, oh, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. No, uh, like I said, it wasn't too often. So. Okay. That's exactly what I was going to ask. Um, yeah, I came across some bugs. Nothing crazy. One that was common was if, like, you killed a necromorph by a door and then opened that door, its body would, like, freak out and just, like, basically have a seizure. When the door that was a leftover from the original. The same shit yeah. from the original. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that, that's not, like, game-breaking. That's not annoying. It's just more like, <laughs> that's a little funny. Uh, one that was weird. So, is when I did the my impossible mode run, which is basically permadeath. It's hard with permadeath. If you die once... You gotta start all the way back, but you can save as many times as you want. Um, yeah, so it's not that hard. You just gotta be careful. Um, but in any case, it was when uh, you're in medical and you gotta go back to find the liquid nitrogen, and you said yeah. the the hunter's yeah, yeah. gonna come back and attack you. Well, on my well before that's supposed to happen, on my way back, I opened up the door and like a fucking horror movie, <laughs> the hunter was just standing there, but it didn't move. It didn't do. Oh, it didn't react okay. to me. It was just there, like this. But because I was on impossible mode, where if you die once, you got to start all over. I'm like, oh shit, no, 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 no. I don't want to. <laughs> this is scary. So I just ended up hitting stasis on it. Didn't even want to. Didn't even shoot it because I didn't want to like activate it or something. Mm-hmm. So I just put it in stasis and ran around it. Which for some people that would happen to, they couldn't even go around him. Like they were just stuck. Like even right. when they reloaded it, it would happen again and again. So they couldn't progress. Yeah, so that sucks. That's a bad one. I just got lucky that I was able to, you know, literally work around it. Another one that was weird, sometimes when I loaded in a save, mm-hmm. I would kind of go into first post, first, per, Jesus Christ, Jacob, first person mode. Like I can, I was moving, the camera was moving, but I couldn't see Isaac's body or the weapons. That's weird. And it was, and it's really weird. I don't know how to describe it. Even the way it moved, which is like kind of like, unearthly it was just so weird but luckily if you reload it you'll be okay but just have it randomly and again only on impossible mode and that happened like oh my god is my run ruined ruined and then just reloaded and it was fine um i think those are the biggest bugs hold up i I took a couple of notes i think those are the biggest bugs that i had issues with um and then a small thing to um what was gonna say um the what's called the waypoint finder Mm -hmm. to track it sometimes that was really stupid like even if you're facing the right way it would sometimes tell me like oh go all the way around this corner and then go to where you were looking it did that sometimes again not game breaking it was just like annoying it was more of like oh i'll just take my chances finding my own way right (laughs) i say small things like for the people, like, I know on PC, they have some bad bugs, and that's that's shitty. So hopefully they fix those. I think they will. Yeah. Uh, I, but I did it on PS5, and there are there 90% of the time, like, funny bugs. And the worst one, luckily, I was able to get around. So I'd say still well-made. It's 
it's hard to say. I wouldn't know if it's a masterpiece. That I feel like you have to be an original game to be called a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece or a remake. I'll say that. I, I could agree. Mm-hmm. Like I would call the original. I wouldn't even call the original Dead Space a masterpiece, but I'd call that more of a masterpiece than the remake, like overall. But the remake, as far as like remakes go, I say this is the bar. This is what you want. I could agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, no, yeah, yeah, I gotta say with that's that's about as much as I can say without repeating myself. You know, it's it's awesome. Uh, if you listen to this and you haven't played it, I hope we didn't. Well, we spoiled everything, but I hope it motivates you to give it a shot. It's especially if you're a fan of horror games. This is one of the best I've ever played. Uh, yeah, agree. This is one that uh, I remember from a, or I mean, not a super young age. It came out in 2008, so we were like in eighth grade. Um, but yeah, this is one that where I kind of like this and Fear One was when I really nutted up and started <laughs> playing these uncomfortable yet fun experiences yeah so would you want a dead space 2 remake or would you prefer they go somewhere new with it um why not both (laughs) i don't know if they could do that That, that's a lot of work i mean not not at once (laughs) um you know but because i feel like I feel like there's so much stigma with three that they might be like, mm, I don't know if we want to remake three. Like it's going to have to be a big overhaul. So I could see them remaking two and then jumping three and making four. Or, I mean, even being like, okay, we listened to the consumers, what they hated about three. We're going to do some test plays with the, with our new ideas and what we changed and then come back out with that. Cause I don't, um, yeah, I mean, I, I would like to be honest. I would like to see both. I would like to see both because two was the best one, in, in my opinion. Yeah. So, so kind of like remake them, and that leads into the new. Yes. I think I would give them time because now they they're not having to storyboard all these back ones, you know, as extensively as making a totally new one. So they could right. redo all these and with and do their little storyboards that they have to do, and then jump totally to these. Uh, you know, storyboarding the, the fourth one, what they're going to do. Yeah, no, I get, I get that makes sense. So it'd be more like remake the second one because it's great. Not much to really to change, just refine it like they did with the first one. And then the third one, I guess, instead of a remake, would it be more of like a retcon? Yeah, I, I, I think so. And I think they would have to, right? Because that, that's the one that failed. But even still, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the, what we, the little bit that we played together. Yeah, um, like it, it wasn't ass. It was I mean, those things I did not like at all. But it wasn't. I yeah. played worse games. <laughs> I played worse games. Yeah, for sure. It was just disappointing. It wasn't scary at all, though. That I will say. Uh, yeah. Um, well, it, it get, there are some parts. Maybe later on, yeah. But as far as what we played, it didn't really scare me. Um, yeah. Do you think would you want them to keep co-op in the third game? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was curious to see what would be. Um. I guess then a big change would be no microtransactions in the third game. Naturally. Yes. <laughs> that would be the big one. And so because of that, leave the upgrade system alone or similar at least. Because I did not enough fucking stand the the upgrade system in the third one. I mean, I did, but it was just like 
it was over overly complicated for the sake of it you know they try to do too yeah. much with it um universal ammo sucked because of the upgrade system that i didn't like that at all yeah um human enemies far very far between those should not be the norm i'm fine with them i think it'd be an interesting gameplay change but that should not be the norm i feel like there was too many human enemies in the third one i would agree yeah and nothing wrong with shooting back and having those little sections but again when you do that it just kind of feels like another third person shooter which is not what you want from a horror game basically a resident evil 5 did <laughs> I would agree. And see, I, the thing is, is I liked Resident Evil 5. I guess, yeah, if you like goofy stuff and campy, that's like, oh, perfect. I guess, I guess if you're like a hardcore fan, you'd probably be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, see, I, I never really <laughs> played 4. I never <laughs> played 3, 2, or really even 1. Yeah, any of them. So, that, Oh, that yeah. was like your first game into it then. Yeah. Ah, I, then that yeah. makes sense. That makes sense. I could see then. So it'd be like similar, something similar if like someone just for some reason jumped into Dead Space 3 and they loved it. You could go like, I get why. I get it. Yeah, I, to- I totally understand. Like I said, I really like the aspect of um, us seeing different things and freaking out that over is, different things. That was cool. As I say, yeah, I'm not, I, I didn't like it at all, but there are definitely some elements in there. I I want them to explore further. Which I think was probably what they would have done with the original idea before they were forced to do changes. To me, it was really something that showed that you were ill, like <laughs> like you were having. It made you feel like you were having effects from the. Yeah, like, that's oh, cool. Fuck. And then you could, vi- you know, you can hear your person you're playing with. Like, what? 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 Were there um sections? Yeah, exactly. Huh? Were there were there sections in that game? Because I, I don't remember everything. Were there sections in that game where we were separated, and we had yes. to work together to do things? Yes. Okay. There, there are sections like that. I think I was gonna say like I think that's I think for, I think I remember those. Those were the parts I liked the most because we can talk to each other, we're communicating, but we can't help each other. So you're, yeah. you're you're helpless in that sense, and that that one I really like. Like oh god, I hope my friend's okay, you know. Instead of yes. like being back to back and feeling like army of two, you know. Which is still cool, but you want again, it's a horror game, and if you're not scared, you're failing. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. I agree mm-hmm. with that. But the first, this one didn't. It it was awesome. Um, I guess I wasn't as scared since I played the first one, but I was unsettled. I was on edge, and there were times where like I died or like they come up on me behind. I just went, oh shit! Like it it still worked, even though I knew the gist of it. Yeah, I uh, I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. I gotta say. I am surprised this took a little longer than the original. I thought it was going to be a little more uh, straightforward. I guess it was, but I guess this is what happens when you go in depth. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah well, I mean, you have to. Yeah. Have no, to. We said we, we, well, we talked about the actual gameplay this time around. We dove a little bit more into the plot. You know, like I said, considering that my criticisms can be shortened to like maybe 15 minutes tops. But then the rest of it is just me sucking this game's dick like that. It's a good game. <laughs> I loved That's it. Okay. It no, I loved a little fellatio from now. <laughs> <laughs> <And> then, <you> know. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was a lot of fun. So, yeah, hopefully you can uh, beat it soon. And we'll again, hopefully maybe in 2025. Good Lord, it's a long way away. But hopefully in 2025, maybe we'll get that space, too. It'll still be coming out before Elder Scrolls six. Oh, my God. Don't get me started. We'll be like 50 by the time that game comes out. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Same thing with Starfield. 
Jesus. <laughs> yes. yes. Well, you know, like a, a quick tangent too. Now, I kind of like games like like for certain games, not every franchise. I'm glad this happens because you know, development lengths, development times are like fucking absurd now, and I get it. I'm not complaining. I am kind of complaining, but I understand. Like, The Last of Us Three is not gonna come out to like PS6, you know, because it's just gonna take forever to develop. So in the meantime. For like games like this, if you want to give a game another chance, uh, that's not gonna take as long. I'd be down for that because it's kind of like, okay, I'm waiting for this thing to come out. But yeah, I'll give this old game a chance that they, uh, you know, try something different with. I'm not saying that's what I want all the time, but little things like this every once in a while, I'm totally down for. Yeah, I would agree. Um, as long as it doesn't become the norm, like we were it, saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't want like every single franchise to do this. In Dead Space, it's a special scenario. I feel because it was dead. And so this is a chance for it to come back from the grave. I, yeah. And, and, and for a whole new group of gamers to discover it. Mm-hmm. It, it did really well. So props to motive. Um, and even to EA, you know, they, they greenlit it. They, they finally saw that, Oh, single player games can sell. Who would have fucking thought, you know, they could have been hard headed and not done it. So I'll credit them for not being total idiots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you, you made a smart choice um and i like i said i just really hope it sells enough to okay a dead space 2 which should be easier now since a lot of the things they use now they have an engine yeah and i just have to make little tweaks to it so <laughs> exactly exactly so fingers crossed man fingers crossed um who would have thought that literally the first game we reviewed and we did because we thought oh well we'll never see it again couple years later here we go <laughs> yeah here we are playing it pissing mm-hmm. our pants again oh yeah um congrats man episode 40 we did it we did it dude yeah that is it's awesome um mm-hmm. and I, I hope this did uh one of our favorite games of all time not just horror game but just favorite game in general yeah yeah uh justice this time around as we think this remake did for that game you know it's a this My, is a this is our episode two remake, you know? Yeah. It, our editing is a little bit tighter. So <laughs> it's a little it bit tighter. We got video now, so that'll be fun. We're 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 older. We're kinda wiser. wiser. <laughs> I was a little yeah. hesitant on that. We're um you know, it's I don't know. It's 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 been a journey. Um you can tell like, you know, it's obviously still rough around the edge. God damn it, Jerry. <laughs> this is our celebration. Happy episode uh, forty. Happy episode 40, Jerry yeah, has changed the background. Jerry has uh, changed the background to a room yeah. full of balloons for so our audio-only listeners. Um, yeah, thank you all so much for helping us get to episode 40. Um, it was a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun, and it will continue to be fun. Uh, very happy that right before this, too, we did something new. So yeah. we'll see what we can do. Um, have a couple ideas for episode 50, but that's still a long ways away, so we'll see. Uh, but very happy we were able to do this game for episode 40. Yeah, me too. Um, it was a great one to do, and maybe another badass remake will come out. Hopefully so, man. Hopefully so. But, uh, hopefully not too many remakes, like, cause I feel like the PS4 era was the era of the remake, of the remaster. Mm-hmm, definitely. I mean, the first, like, year of a release i felt like 90 percent of games were just remasters yeah for sure um like yeah like 
I mean, yeah, even yes, but I was just say you're right, PS4, because they remastered the Arkham trilogy, and that really didn't need it, you know? Nah. Yeah, so. I feel like two generations of consoles, you can remake something. So, like, if you want to remake something on PS5, if it was released on the PS3, I'm willing to give it a chance. If it's yeah. on PS4, <laughs> I like this one a lot. <laughs> Me too. It's very official. We, we got, you gotta, like, scoot we over or something it. that's funny we did, we did it. it it we're all like we're like in a this looks like a council background now <laughs> and jerry just next to each other it's just me and you that's it just us that's what's two unrelated brothers not like five unrelated brothers who knows maybe that'll be our next level <laughs> maybe maybe council of seven but the other five died no jesus that's dark we got lore now <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's gonna be like a hidden seven now in our logo. Like you gotta really look for it. Like, oh what happened there? <laughs> and then spoiler alert, it's been there the whole time since <laughs> now I gotta look at it. I've used that logo so many times, I think I know it by heart, but now I don't know. <laughs> yes. So uh yeah, <laughs> thank you all for listening. I hope <laughs> I hope y'all enjoyed this episode, you all enjoy the rambling. Um, I hear that's where, what some people come for is it's almost like a conversation with, with friends, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, just know that uh, we love y'all. And uh, Jacob, I love you, brother. Um, necessary said, uh, thank you all. Uh, we hope you find entertainment in our ramblings, but we try to keep it coherent ramblings. That's what I try to bet. If I had to describe our uh, format, it'd be that. You know, we want to keep it a conversation, but, you know, once in a while, kind of like what we did here actually get into the nitty-gritty of things because you know we love these things and we want to kind of show our appreciation for these things that maybe not everyone sees but also at the same time just kind of be idiots about it as well um so thank you all for sticking with us episode 40 amazing thank you thank you um i love you too brother take care and be good y'all see ya see ya